I guess it's recording. <laughs> it says it says record it says recording on my end. I can see it. All right, cool. If not, we just have to do it again. There is so much ridiculous stuff in Harry Potter, like that you can just overanalyze and talk about for like hours on end. And it all means nothing, right? Yes, yeah. What, what do you need at like mile sixty to take your mind off something other than to talk about like the history of Dumbledore? You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Run the Riot podcast. And man, we've got got a longer one for you today. Uh, we're used to keeping it, you know, hour, hour and a half, and this one's going to go a little longer, but it is packed with some good stuff. So I had the opportunity to run the Love It 100 in Arkansas. And what I decided to do for this podcast, um, I always love to share the experience of the race and share what worked and what didn't work. Well, for this one, we did something a little different. Uh, a friend of mine, Matt Carell, uh, he also ran it and he's got a different perspective from what I did. And we're going to talk about what he did and, and how his, uh, what worked for him. And um, so I sit there and visit with him and he's a great guy. He's also the host of the Wayne Watch podcast and uh, him and some friends get together. So I encourage you to check out the podcast there they've had some interesting guests. And so uh, we talk about that. We talk about all kinds of things. We're both on the Ultra Red team. So we have a great conversation. And then after my conversation with Matt, we get uh, my, my coach, my friend, another fellow Red team member, Cliff Pittman, who paced me for the last 27 miles of Love It. And we talk about um, my coaching, my my uh, training leading up to the Love It 100, and he shares some of the things there about about what we do, and then uh, his perspective in uh, pacing me for the Love It 100, and so you, we get his perspective and um, and what he saw, what he observed, and uh, what he saw was working for me, and all that. And then we dive a little bit into um, uh, how we're going to train for the Triple Crown, and then after that. You get to hear Jennifer's perspective because uh, my wife Jen, as you know, she paces, uh, not paces me, but she crews me um, for a lot of these races. And so we even get the crew perspective and how it was crewing this particular race. So um, I just just love sharing information. And, you know, for anybody who's wanting to, I highly recommend this race, but anybody wanting to run this race, uh, hopefully they'll get a, a, some nuggets for the particular race. But just for anybody wanting to do an ultra, man, there are so many nuggets that were shared by Matt and Cliff, and I tried to share some things, and even Jennifer from from the crewing perspective. And so uh, I just hope you get a lot out of it. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, man, I hope you got a long run plan because uh, we're going long. Here we go. Before we get started, I've got to mention my sponsors. So first of all, Runner's World Tulsa. Uh, you need to check it out. Go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com and you need anything for running, they've got it. You want to run in a treadmill altitude tent, they've got it. You need a, a pack, they've got it. Shoes, socks, nutrition. Uh, man, if you need the right shoes, you're not sure what kind of shoes you're going to need to wear for the road, for trails, for rocky trails, for dirt trails, man. The, the staff there, they're knowledgeable. They know what they're doing. So uh, so check out Runner's World Tulsa. And also at the website, www.runnersworldtulsa.com, there's a series of races that are put on uh, in the Tulsa area. So I encourage you to check that out. 
We're also brought to you by the Outlaw Race Series. I love this race series. You need to check it out, www.outlaw100.com. It's the home of the Flat Rock Triple Crown in Independence, Kansas, and those races are held in January, April, and September. Uh, The Lake McMurtry Run in Stillwater, that's in April. The Flower Moon in Pawhuska in May. The Dark and Dirty in Wilburton in July. The Thunderbird in Norman in November. And then the flagship race, the Outlaw 100 in February. And that one has got a 135, 100 mile, 50 mile, a marathon, half marathon, and a 5K. Guys, these are all great trail runs, great swag, great medals, great people, a great time. So check out the Outlaw Race Series at outlaw100.com. Also, we're brought to you by T8.run, the letter T, the number 8.run. It's gear for ultra runners, created by ultra runners. Flagship product, man. I believe in this product. I just wore it for the Love It 100. The Commando Shorts. They're guaranteed to keep you chafe-free. These are undershorts. They go under your running shorts. They're awesome. You can check out the website, t8.run. And if you decide to buy anything from their website, you put in the code 50-RUNTHERIOT and you get a discount. Yeah, so check that out. Also, in the middle of this podcast, uh, be listening because uh, we have a new sponsor, a new advertiser, the Screaming Monkey 100, and they're offering a discount for the Run the Riot listeners, all right? That's the only way to get a discount for this race. This race is awesome. Wait till you hear the description of it in the middle of the podcast, so be listening. All right, so let's go. Let's hear about running long at the Love It 100. As promised, I have Matt Carell on the Run the Riot podcast today, and uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. How you doing? Yeah, man, I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on the pod, man, and thanks for uh, running love it with me indirectly. You know, yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah. you went ahead. And- you were on like course clearing and, and uh, making sure everything was in good shape for me by the time I got there. So, <laughs> man, it, appreciated. It, oh man, it, it was a, it was a good race. It was good to see you before. How are you feeling? Are you, are you, uh, you, you healing up? Okay. I'm, I'm yeah, still- yeah. You know, I'm bouncing, man. I, it, I have like a day where I feel like I feel like a million bucks and then I'll have a day where I'm like, man, all of a sudden I feel, you know, pretty crappy. It's kind of just kind of bounced around and, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just kind of taking taking the swing of it and, and enjoying the the time off. You know, my my coach has got a he had a big old monster week for me to run this week as like a recovery week. You know, yeah, and yeah. I, I opted out of that whole thing. So. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's been all right. Who, who you have coaching you, Matt? Uh, Tommy Nielsen. Okay. Uh, so he's uh you, you probably unless you were following like early Western states, early uh, Angeles Crest races like in the in the '90s, uh, you'd have probably never heard of him. So he he uh, he beat Jerick in '99. Okay. Uh, Angeles Crest, yeah, really really great guy. You know, one of those guys who who did all the all all the the uh, you know awesome running and all that stuff before there were sponsors and before anybody knew who anybody was. He just you know, did these runs and then, you know, back to work on Monday type of guy. Oh man. Yeah. That's cool. I, I yeah, I heard the name before, but, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll look him up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. He, you know, he doesn't coach a lot of people and I, I just kind of, uh, got in from, uh, ultra running memes, uh, uses him. And so he kind of, kind of leaned me into it and it's been, uh, it's been a great fit. I've, I've been working with him, uh, shoot for, 
I think a lo- about two years. I, I had a little break there in between stuff where we weren't really working together, but uh, yeah, for about two years. Nice, nice. Well, uh, how's how's the soreness and stuff? You got any kind of like uh, any any kind of issues or whatever from it? Or yeah, you know my my I, I'd say my ankles and my feet kind of took the grunt of it with you know and with the terrain at, at Love It, you know it's just super aggressive. Uh, and I, you know in Missouri where I'm at, that's what we're used to. I'm used to really technical. Uh, aggressive terrain uh but love it didn't uh you know love it didn't fall short it it definitely (laughs) rose to the occasion and and still wore me out a little bit and i got uh, i've got a little hip issue that's you know just yeah yeah just kind of coming and going on the hip man and uh that's that's really it i've been having um the weirdest thing for me i don't know if maybe you have this maybe other people have it if they do you know reach out let me know but i've been having like hot and cold flashes like um randomly you know it's like last night man i was just i could not i'd be under you know like et i'd be under the blankets and i, and I couldn't warm up but and i didn't have a fever or anything like that it's just my body was just kind of kind of just having a weird reaction i guess i, I had uh, the first i guess couple days uh, i'd have that where i get real real warm and i was like am i running a fever you know and it and it, it happened it, hap- it happens it's happened before but uh it's not as bad anymore i still feel a little bit you know just kind of like temperature wise it just feels a little funky uh yeah. but dude dude the hip though say my left hip is just kind of funky like it, yeah and I've been doing little short recovery runs every day, but it's just, it's just like, but today's pretty good, but it's just a little, little something in there. You know, I don't know what's up. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think honestly, I'd be recovering a lot better if I didn't. I, so I developed two blisters, uh, on, on each foot, right. You know, right at the, what do they call it? The metatarsal right at the pad. Yeah. And, and, and they, they ripped pretty good on, on my right foot. It ripped pretty good. And, yeah. uh, so if I could run, I think had I gone and, and done a few runs this week on, on that, you know what I mean? I think it would have got everything moving and flowing a little. I always do a little bit worse when I don't. You know, when I when I yeah. get lazy after a race, it tends to just drag on and drag on. But uh, coming down, yeah, coming down Hickory Nut Mountain at 97, uh, it was it, it was starting to rain really, really hard. And so it was getting really, really muddy. And you, you really, you you couldn't walk down it, you know. And I was yeah. at the point where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm done. We're yeah. just go ahead and just glide this in, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you couldn't. And so uh, we started running. I had a pacer with me, Eamon, and uh, I took a step and I just kind of hit, you know, you'd randomly hit a rock and it just blew that blister out. Uh. And it was just like, all of a sudden my foot got warm and I knew something was wrong because it was so cold and wet. And uh, yeah, it, and it, it just, it blew that hot spot up. And uh, so I really, really what I'm doing is just being careful. I don't want to, I don't want to tear my feet up any worse yeah. than they are. And this is the time to take some time off. If I was going to yeah. not run for a week, this yeah. is it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's all right. Yeah. Well, well, let, well let, let's rewind and we'll, 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 we'll deal with what caused all the carnage and, and everything else. But uh, let's, uh, yeah, I'm always tempted to ask who is Matt? <laughs> who are you? You know, like it used to be all existential or whatever, but, but, but like, uh, we know you're from Missouri. I know you're married. Uh, but, 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 you know, t- t- just, if you had to like, just tell somebody like who you are, you're meeting somebody for the first time, what would you say? Yeah, man. I, I, I what I like about this question is it gets, it gets me or your, it gets your, your guest to like, have to, to put themselves on the spot and, and open something up. I think that's a, that's a great question. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm married and I've got three kids, uh, okay. love my family, super supportive. It actually, you know, it actually took a little bit of while for, for them to like, for my wife to be like, 
oh, this is serious. This is cool. Like at first it was like, I think gone all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, so I'm a, I'm a bricklayer, uh, out of, out of Missouri. And, uh, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not going to go down into the sappy road of this story, uh, because it's not so much sappy anymore. So my daughter, uh, developed cancer when she was three. Okay. And throughout that whole treatment and throughout that whole process, I was just like, not dealing with it well and, mm-hmm. and, and just not able to manage my stress or anxiety. Uh, and I had ran in my early twenties. And so I started running again, uh, just to kind of get, get myself out there and have a way to kind of vent and, 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 uh, you know, just, just blow off some steam. Yeah. Uh, and lo and behold, I have this addictive personality, right. As <laughs> same reason I don't drink anymore. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just went full blown running and I, and I just, I, I lost a lot of weight. I lost 60 pounds. Uh, I met a lot of really good people in running. Uh, and so it's just snowballed. So I have, I have zero, I can't quit because like everything that I have positive, like my friends and my health is all related to running. So it's just been this like great beneficial thing to me. So like, I think that's why, you know, when, when people see my, uh, my Instagram or something like that, and it's like, man, this is just like a lot of intense running. And it's like, that's just me. That's just where I, I have transitioned to everything to just like my free time is my family and mm-hmm. running and that's it, man. And I, and I, I'm super happy about it. So I just, you know, work, family running. Uh, yeah. so, so that's me, but yeah, but I'll, but I'll, I'll add the caveat. My, my daughter is now eight years old. She is nice. super healthy. She is so healthy. She's awesome. upstairs giving my wife so much trouble about homework. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, nice. That's that, that, no, that's awesome, man. That That's a, uh, um, I mean, I think all, I think a lot of people listening, I mean, we, you know, it's not, even if it's not what got us doing it, man, we spend a lot of our time processing and coping and, and, and dealing with, I've had times where I, I just got to go for a run, you know, just got to go, you know, life, life is tough. I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a funny thing that, that, uh, I was talking with. So my pacer, Eamon, I mean, he's one of my closest friends, uh, probably one of my best friends. Uh, and he pretty much took me from being a runner to an ultra runner, you know, mm. just by, and, and just by hanging out with him, there was, you know, the influence was, man, this, I just love the way this guy lives. I, he's got a, he's got a family and kids. And so he invited me to run it for the first time. And he said, yeah, you want to run uh, Friday night at 11 o'clock. And I was like, Friday night at 11 o'clock. And he's like, well, yeah, man, my kids, my, you know, my kids go to bed, so I'll run all night, yeah. you know, and then he'll, what he did, he'd run all night. He'd stop and get donuts and have donuts for the kids when they wake up in the morning. I mean, this guy. That's cool. Uh, un- yeah, unbelievable. So I saw that and I was like, I want to do that. I want to be this way. You know, I want to do that. So, um, excuse me. So what uh, what happened at, at Love It that kind of uh, was, was crazy is we were talking about how you process things and how, you know, and you, how you do things. And we run for a long period of time. We always have these ways to think of things. And I was explaining to him how I had tied like the trauma of my daughter's cancer to running. And I had somehow tied it into finishing a hundred miler, which I know was, you know, part of the way, uh, I don't know, bullshit, right. Sorry to cuss, but like, it was kind of like, I, I didn't need that, you know what I mean? But I, but I tied it to that to, 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 I think, help me attain it. But then at the same sense, like act like I was processing it when it's like, I, I don't, I think they're related, but I don't think they're directly related in that right. way. Uh, but so me and Eamon were talking about it and there, there's this thing there's, it's actually the end of Harry Potter 
when uh, Harry's talking to Dumbledore and he's like, man, is this all in my head? And, and Dumbledore goes, yeah. And he goes, was it real? He goes, just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not real. Mm. Right. And so that was this whole thing about I, I tied all of this emotional stuff to this hundred mile distance. Yeah. Uh, and it was all in my head. But in turn, I mean, it was all real. It was all yeah, part of yeah. it. And, 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 I, and I think that that really helped me, uh, you know, deal with a lot of the stuff that I had been through. But also having been through that stuff helped me deal with what you go through in a hundred mile. If yeah. that makes sense. No, I, that, that makes a lot of sense, man. Just it's it's like like, like what Ann Trayson said, life in a day, you know, when you run 100 miles and it's you. Yeah. I mean, both and man, that's that's. That's something. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incredible, man. Yeah. Well, so, uh, to get on, on, on love it. And, and you and I, I mean, we're fr- friends online. Uh, you know, we talk to each other online. I think, is this the first time we meet in person? Was that love it? Uh, I think, you know, we had met at traveler, I think. What, yes. Did you write yes. traveler? And, uh, let me look back here. Yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't 18, even... Probably eight, 2018, maybe I did it 17 and 18. Yeah. Yeah. 18. So I paced in 18. Gotcha. Uh, and I think that that's right. Yep. We just met briefly. I think yep. at, at camp, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, we're, we're both on, uh, you got my, let's see my, wait, right. Out your red team. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you got you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And uh, and so, um, but anyway, I think this was the first time I, I this was the first time I meet you and you have somebody else's face at the lower half of your body. <laughs> so, so for those of you listening who've listened to the episode with Kurt Stein, um, t- Matt, tell them what you what you had there for for you for your buff. So for those of you who are not familiar with Arkansas races, uh, whether it be Arkansas Traveler or, or Love It or any of the shorter races, Cat Smacker or whatever, Kurt is a staple in these events. He is he is just uh, – everyone loves him. Uh, he's hilarious. You know, he's the one who's always in all the Facebook groups with the, just the completely witty joke. You know, I mean, he's, he's fabulous. Yeah. Uh, and so I paced Kurt last year. And Kurt is – I think Kurt is like – a borderline thorn in the side of like race directors is like, you know, he's a good time, but he's always messing with them a little bit more than you probably would normally or something like that. And so way uh, then to extend that, then to just try and like reach in and bring Kurt with me. And so I had a buff made with Kurt's face and I had it like strategically measured. So it would fit my face perfectly uh, and I decided I was going to wear it at the race and wear it through all the aid stations. So all the pictures, and it's hilarious now that I'm seeing more of the pictures too. And they all, it's just like this weird, like, uh, I don't even know, like serial killer version of like me or Kurt, like collectively running love it. Um, and I had originally told him, I, I said, I will wear, I asked him to mail me everything that he wore at love it last year. And I was just going to wear all of the same stuff. Um, but it, that package didn't come until after I had already left. So it would have been even more. I was going to have his waist light. I was going to have his shirt on. It was, it was going to be hilarious. Dude, um, well, even, even just the buff was pretty glorious. I had to say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it, it, it was just, you know, I think, I think the hundred mile distance has enough room in it to like, to, to play and have yeah. a little bit of fun. And I, yeah. and I really enjoyed doing it. And I, Honestly, because so I had I've DNF my last 200 mile attempts. So this was like 
all right, man, time to quit. Get out of your head and just finish the 100 milers. So my plan, Kurt's last, or, or around last in every race. I mean, his idea of a 100-mile race is hang out at aid stations, hang out yeah. with his friends, drink some beer. You know, he don't care about time, and, and I admire yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so my goal this year was to be in last place. I was I was just going to just put myself in last place and just <laughs> nice. flow through. And obviously because I train and, I, and I've done some training, I knew once I got up to mile 60 or more, I'd be passing people just, I mean, that's just the nature of people slowing down. And by yeah. me staying at that slower pace, I should be able to maintain it, uh, which ended up happening. I never actually fell into exactly last place. Though. Oh man. Uh, I, I was, I was trying, there was a couple of guys who, who dropped behind me that I'm like, I, I was at, uh, Oh, I was at Brady mountain road, uh, at like mile 72 or something. I'm like, am I in last place yet? Has, I mean, have we, have we got there? No, not yet. So it was, it was fun to just, you know, uh, not that I'm that much faster, but it was fun to just take it easy and, and have a good time. Yeah. Well, at some point when, when the rain's coming down and you just got, like oh. you said, you just got ready. I, I gotta, I gotta get this done, man. This is, this is rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I set out. So a friend of mine, I, I ran the race with a friend of mine up until, uh, right around mile 50, she started having some leg problems. So we were just going to run it together. Um, and it was her first hundred mile attempt. And so we were going to run it together and started having some leg problems. And then right around, like, you know, we're coming over, uh, Brady mountain, is that what it is? Yeah. Or bear mountain, whatever bear that mountain. is. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that seven, that seven and a half mile stretch. Yeah. And, yeah. And bear it's, mountain. A pretty, it's a pretty runnable stretch for the most mm-hmm. part. You got some ups and some downs, but you can kind of float through it. Uh, and, and she was, she was having some knee problems. So I will just walk, you know, it was a good time. It was a good yeah. part of the day. I think that's when we ended up seeing, uh, seeing you come, come back through. Um, but then she, from, we were walking, I mean, and we were pounding, we were doing 17s walking, you know, we were, we were making some good time. Yeah. Uh, and then she, she had a blister on her heel split and rip. And it was just, you know, yeah. it's so hard when you have such a major, you know, part of your body, you know, g- go by the wayside like that. Uh, and so she had decided, and we kind of talked about it and she decided to just take that, take the hundred K and, and not, not do any more damage to her. You know, her knee was hurting and her, and her hip or her, her heel was hurting and stuff from that blister. Yeah. Um, I was chafing really bad. Like I had my pants, I had my, like, I you probably didn't notice, but I had my pants like sagged down so far <laughs> to keep them off my butt. I, like, I had my shirt down so nobody could like really see anything. Yeah, yeah. If you like look back, you'd be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> And it was because there was, you know, it was so much mist and so much rain and moisture all day. Uh, yeah. So I finally, when she finally gave me permission, I was like, I need to run ahead because I've got to get these <laughs> pants off and I've got to get some lube on. <laughs> um, but, and I keep jumping ahead. But, I, you know, honestly, uh, to, to talk about my friend Anna, the first, so the first 30 miles of the race, I had a horrible time. It was, I had stomach problems. Like, and I never have stomach problems ever. I mean, dude, I could eat a fish from a lake on the side (laughs) of the trail and just keep moving, dude. I don't ever have, and I had the horrible, yeah, from uh, up until, you know, right before climbing back up Hickory Nut Mountain, that second time, right around mile 30. Yeah. I, I, if she wasn't there, I would have dropped. I was, I felt so sick. Do you know what caused Uh, it? Do, Do you know what you ate or? I, I don't, I, I have no clue. It was kind of like one of those things I was talking to my coach about it and there's just like, just the doing the night start. Uh, yeah. and then, you know, just being a little bit off on that stuff, not mm-hmm. really used to like, you know, doing all that, uh, could have just caused some of it. And then, um, 
I, I was, I, I normally eat. Uh, I, so not to like do a nutrition flex, but like I do, I do a hundred, a hundred uh, calories of tailwind. I do a gel every half hour and then I do a, a, a bar every half hour. So I'm at about 420 calories an hour oh, wow. uh, okay. when, I, when I'm running and the, I couldn't do the bar. And so I don't know if the, if the bar just wasn't sitting right or whatever. So I stopped eating the bar uh, and my stomach just went super sour. I don't know if it was, I, I don't know if it was yeah. water or what. Uh, but I finally ended up just forcing myself to, to go to the bathroom and just trying to eat some more stuff. Uh, and it just finally subsided, uh, you know, about 30, about, you know, about that 50 K mark. Uh, man, I, I really, if I didn't have somebody else with me kind of coaching me and telling me, Hey, yeah, it's going to pass. It's going to be fine. I, I might've just stepped off just cause it was, I mean, it was that bad and I never yeah. have those issues. Yeah. And well, that, I think that it, first, it, yeah, and you got a lot left, you know. And you're like, oh man. <laughs> and the first fifty k is tough. It's it's not it's not that easy, you know. You 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 end up. I think I had like five or six thousand feet, uh, you know, just in that first thirty five miles. Yeah. Um, and then it's you know it's dark, and yeah. uh, of course it was super foggy and super yeah. misty. So anybody that knows fog light, your headlamp, you couldn't see nothing. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I had, had one point, you know, there's all those little bridges. You go over those, all those little bridges at that, that. Yeah. So I'm coming down and I just totally slide down, fall, oh, like, oh, just no. like, a, yeah. like, a, like an old person at the grocery store, you know, it was like one of those falls. <laughs> yeah, or it wasn't yeah, even yeah. like a cool fall. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. what just happened? Uh, Did I break like, a hip? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> so it was like in my first 30 miles, man, I had to deal with the stomach issues. Uh, one of my core nutrition items got cut off. And so I had to make a transition to aid station food. Yeah. Uh, and I, I said to my coach, I said, I got lucky. You know, I had a couple of these things and I just got lucky to get over me. No, 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 no. You, you, you knew that you had some things come up and you addressed them well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what turned things around is I, I, so I, I knew that the bars weren't going to work, so, but I knew I was going to be at a deficit for calories for how much I like to eat. So I sw- started eating, pancakes at the aid stations and and you know making sure i'm doing that stuff yeah. which dude in turn being the greatest thing ever because i don't i don't eat very much aid station food i normally just roll through with what i've got yeah so like eating eating pancakes in, in a in a race is fabulous like i've done it that really yet was, it's uh, tempting it was you know because if I, so I, my thought is because they offer you all kinds of crazy stuff oh do you want this you know what this you know like you know they had chili dogs at, at Brady Mountain like <laughs> yeah, no like, that's nobody the last, wants yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody you're wants. gonna get it right back <laughs> yeah but my thought my thought was like a waffle or a pancake I mean yeah. that's a, a you know dense carbs and then you're getting the syrup in there so yeah. I was just trying to think like what is what would be like a bar for me yeah. you know like to rep, replace that bar um but it, tur- it turned out to be fun because it's just like sitting down eating out of a little, you know, a little thing, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you got to And then you, you can eat it. You got to eat really quick because I, I try and get out. I was trying to get out of the aid stations really quick, slamming them and going. Um, I think I even had a grilled cheese, man. I, I, I had, I had a grilled cheese I at one of them. Eat. Best grilled yeah. cheese I ever had, man. It is was it, awesome. It's, it's so funny how like at mile like 60, whatever, like whatever it is, is the best whatever it is. Dude, ramen, ramen is fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did a lot of ramen too, you know, uh, I, it's, and I, so which was new, was new for me. Uh, and I, and I think that's one of those scary things that people always talk about, like, well, don't try anything new at a race. And I think at a hundred mile, if you don't try a, sh- just a, a several different new things when you're yeah. having a rough time, 
you're not going to, you're not going to be able to turn it around. You know, yeah. you have to, within reason, don't eat the chili dogs. Never, ever, <laughs> ever eat the chili dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of like, it sounds like you did like what I do. It's like, what sounds good? Like what, you know, and uh, man, but I like, like I, I ate so much ramen, my, my, my fingers swole up. I was trying to just get some salt in me and stuff like that. I had too much and I had little sausage looking fingers from, from, from <laughs> sucking down broth and stuff, man. Yeah. 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 I, I see. I said, I got ahead of myself too. This is all within the first 30 miles. So like <laughs> I, I ended up drinking, I ended up drinking too much. So I ended okay. up having, I, I got to, uh, I got to one of the aid stations and, and, you know, love it's real tight. They're only four or five miles apart, real short yeah. aid stations. And I had put back 30 ounces of water. And so when I got there and I didn't realize it until I got there and I pulled my bottles out and I was like, man, I think I'm drinking too much. So I, I intentionally went for about 45 minutes without drinking anything yeah. until I'd start peeing again. And then I peed like four or five times. So I had done two or three aid stations where I was drinking all my bottles. So I had yeah. probably a hundred ounces of water in a couple hours. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, my stomach was hurting. And so I just kept drinking. I wasn't, you know, it, it was just such a weird thing to, to, to get, to catch up on. Yeah. Uh, but that's, the same thing i just started feeling i always judge it by my watch so i always judge how loose my watch is and i started feeling my watch was getting tight and so that's when i was like oh man i popped a salt tab yeah uh, because i knew i'd only been drinking water so i popped the salt tab and i just you know wait about 45 minutes i peed like four or five times just boom boom and then it was all right i felt i felt fine Uh, the first 30 miles oh my god terrible terrible (laughs) terrible i had a great time after that i i I had very very few rough times after that there was a couple but yeah well so let's let's talk a little bit about the about the night start now you were coming in from missouri i came in from from oklahoma did you did you drive up that day uh friday no so we drove up thursday it was pretty much it's like it's like seven and a half hours. Or okay. Seven, so yeah, yeah it's seven a good and trip. a half hours. Yeah. Uh, and so I had, you know, I'm, I was kind of lucky. Well, kind of. So Kurt being such a close friend of mine and him having done love it multiple times, uh, he doesn't give me hardly any good information. Kurt is just full of, you know, everything he tells <laughs> Well, actually, Half of what he tells you is a joke and the other half is serious, but you don't know which one is which until you get <laughs> yeah, to love it. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I, I definitely can see that. Yeah. So I, my plan was, uh, and, and I do this with, with other races the night before, uh, the night before the night before the race, I, I normally stay up really late. So I'm tired the next day. And then it gets, it, it makes me have a good night's sleep for the race. Got, so yeah. I, my idea was I did the same thing for love it. So Thursday night, I just stayed up till my goal was to stay up till three in the morning and then I slept till nine thirty, and then I went and ate and then I immediately went right back to sleep. And so okay. I, I, I slept from about 11 till about one thirty, And then around one thirty, I went and did packet pickup and then started getting everything together. Uh, so I just kind of tried to just shift my sleep schedule forward. Yeah. Um, I should have done that. It's, it's, you didn't do that? What did you do? <laughs> well, I, we drove that day. It was four and a half hours. And so I tried to nap on the road and I slip a little bit when my wife drove. And, and, and so, I mean, I, you know, whatever, started at five o'clock and, and had a deficit four o'clock in the morning. I was falling asleep on the trail on, on Bear Mountain. I'm just dozing off, like, you know, just trying to, oh, trying to stay awake. And it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It, it, I still think it's tricky. Like, um, I, I, so I liked 
the night start. If you would have asked me when the sun came up, if you would have asked me if I prefer a night start, I'd have told you, oh yeah, the night starts great because now I'm done with the night, right? Yeah, yeah. But for me, you know, being a thirty plus hour finisher, I had to then go into another <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so. In that case, I think I would prefer a regular 100-mile time start, you know, go through the night, go through the morning, you know, get that second sunrise. Uh, but overall, I, I don't think it was as bad or as intimidating as I anticipated, right? It is it is just as terrible as you imagine because it's a hard, big thing. Yeah. But I don't think it was anything, like, really crazy or, you know, in your case, you know, you didn't get very much sleep, but you still managed it. You know, once you, yeah. once you get your blood flow and I think you can still keep it going. Yeah. I didn't have any cat. Like a lot of times I'll keep like a caffeine on me or something just in case. And I didn't have any. So I, what I'd find out was after a few miles of uh, just bobbing and weaving, I, I decided, I was like, I'm just going to sprint. I'm just going to run. And, and my, the adrenaline, because you haven't, you know, it's, it's a rocky course. It's a technical course. And, and so I'm just sprinting, you know, trying to, and, and, and it woke me up. So I was like, <laughs> I sprinted a little bit and then I just thought of it back. And if I got tired again, I would just, just run hard for a little while. And it was stupid, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, true. it's like I said, it's that blood flow and you just, you just yeah. get that blood moving. That's, that's, I have a question for you. So I, I appreciate, I, I appreciate fast. I, I've been trying not to turn your podcast into my podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, so whatever. We're hanging out, man. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but so, so sub 24 hour runners and I've paced some guys that are, that are relatively fast. I, I can do your, I can do your pace for a good 20, 25 miles. I can pace pretty fast uh, a lot, a lot. And so, so I've done that, but my question for you is what's your, what's your hiking pace look like? Like your, your general hiking pace. Cause I know, you know, when you're on flats and downs, you're kicking pretty fast, but you know, I see a lot of times, a lot of faster guys, they don't necessarily have as much of that hiking side, but I wonder what, what, what your hiking looks like as far as, you know, say, say you're, you know, going up that, you know, two mile climb at Smith mountain or yeah. e even just some of that bear mountain where, it's, you know, you're just, on and off hike and run hike and run what what do your splits look like for those i try to um i have to i have to look back and see what it was for this one but like on the flats I, i'll try to hike it at at about a 15 minute like just a good just intense power hiking and, and i i, I train some of that um on the on the uh, some of the steeper inclines though man it's just like toward the toward the end um cliff you know and i'm sure we'll talk about it on the next part of the podcast or whatever but cliff was uh he's laughing i mean i guess he was laughing because i was yelling at my legs like come on because just just trying to just go you know and it was it was pretty slow you know once you get that initial you know, move. And then, but I try to hike with intention, you know, not just, just yeah. mosey, I, you know, try to try to keep moving. And then uh, sometimes you get to the top and, you know, you just got to breathe and then, and then kind of start, start jogging again or whatever. But I, I try to, I, I need to get, it's, it's like, that's one of the things I want to work at, you know, for some of the things I have later this year is try to, cause you know, so you just, you, I don't know, unless you're like Walmsley or something, you're going to hike some stuff, you, you know, you might as well get good at it. You know, well, even, you know, yeah, I was going to say, like, my coach and a couple other guys will tell you that the hiking is the most important part. Like, you're, you're not running yeah. at all. And, and the biggest thing is you're only as fast as your slowest mile, right? So your hiking is, is almost the most important thing, right? If your slowest yeah. mile is your hiking miles and you're able to do those, you know, 14, 13, 15, or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's really what i've learned to excel you know because I, I i tried to walk as much of love it like just hiking it as much as i could and it like it was it, it, was, it was quite funny i, I literally <laughs> was 
<laughs> not having any time goals uh, and hiking is probably one of my strong suits. Uh, l- luckily. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it made it nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a good time though. And you I, hike, you, I like, I mean, you hike with intention, you know, most of the time and yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, I, in a hundred miler with, you know, with, like, like love it, for example, I, I was probably, if I was just hiking, uh, I was probably averaging, you know, a 16 and a half, 17 and mm-hmm. a half minute mile. And that's through terrain, not anything yeah. flat, but like something that you got to actually hike. Now, granted, if I'm going up some of, some of those climbs, some of <laughs> yeah. those, uh, yeah, those are twenties, 22s, just like everybody else. You, know? yeah, you yeah. can't go any faster without your feet sliding out. Yeah. Um, but I practice that a lot when I'm, when I'm training, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll do repeats around here on a place and, I, and I'll do 15 and a half. 16s would be about what, what I can, yeah. what I can maintain for, for quite a long time. Um, and I, I just, I think that if you're, if you're good at that hiking and you can maintain it, um, I, I think you're, you're stronger longer, you know, mm-hmm. cause you can, you can, my legs, you know, my legs went out on me. Uh, so like it, love it. Um, me and my friend, we, you know, we did that seven and a half mile stretch where we were, we were hiking it good. We were, we were pushing it doing 17s. Um, and then I got in and changed and I took off and I ran that next seven miles, uh, pretty, not aggressively, but I made up some time. I knew knew we'd fallen a little bit time. Yes. I made up some time. Uh, then what comes with that, my legs were, you know, hot and dead a little bit after that, but I knew if, if I just, pumped and pushed and just hiked for a couple miles they just come right they'll, they'll come back you know yeah, just being yeah. able to use that and not you know not completely fall behind on time was 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 my ideal and i and i got lucky with it um now going up charlton the second time <laughs> that's a whole nother i i so i hammered in i wanted to get it done i hammered in yeah. I, I hammered in and i was messing with with aiming with pacing me and uh i mean i was dying but just i mean i was flying as fast as i could hiking yeah uh, and i kept i'd turn around to him and i go you got it buddy you can make it you know i was just, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> doing everything i could to try and stay positive inside I'm, i was like a crying little man inside <laughs> trying, to, yeah. trying, to, trying to get that climb but then then when i when i got to the aid station and made it back up that switchback it was over like it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i used it all at the beginning you know yeah he was all but kicking me in the butt to just get me to just, you know, move up, move up. I think I had a 30, I think I had a 30 minute mile with the aid station time, but I'm pretty, yeah. pretty quick at aid stations, but I think I had a 30 <laughs> minute mile coming out of there. Dude, that, that Charlton, I, I was dreading it on the, uh, the, you know, cause I knew we'd have to do it again. So we're going down in, into Charlton and Cliff is like, um, cause he's, he's, he's back there calculating, you know, trying to figure out what our goal is. And, and I'm, you know, cause I'm asking him and stuff. And, uh, and so he, he got quiet a little while and he said, when we started going down that switchback right at the end, before you get on the pave part, he said, um, do we have to come back up this, uh, on the way out? I was like, I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. Recalculating. He's like, I was like, unfortunately, yes, we do. So yeah. Cause I, it was, it was slow going coming out of that thing, man. Yeah. What's the, what's, what's the race director's name? Is it Dustin? Dustin. Uh, yeah. Dustin Spear. Dustin. So, so when I finished, we're sitting there and, and my pacer had come in and sat down and, and, and it was, he, you know, Dustin goes, how was it? And he goes, Oh, that was horrible. Like, that was, that was tr-. You know, and he's, you know how we are. We're always cut up, you know, nothing yeah, yeah. we do is serious. And he's like, Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. And I go, I go, dude, that Charlton climb is, is horrible. And Dustin goes, why does everybody keep saying that? I go, I think you need to go run it. I yeah, go, yeah. I think, <laughs> yes, yes. I think you need, it's like, 
if you lean over or miss your step, you're just dead. Yeah, you're yeah, gone. yeah. You, no question. <laughs> you're not making it out of that climb. If you fall off of that thing, and then it's like wet moss, um, and, you know, at, and you're at mile 80. Yeah, yeah. And you're at toast. one point, there's like a tree growing out of it that you have to like go around. And if you have to pass somebody on that, it's like, you just have to like hug a tree and and hope that they can make it by. Yeah, or it's, hug them and squish. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, that tree. Yeah. I remember that tree. You got to scale over it or around it, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my. That was like my big goal. Like, like so, I picked up. I picked up Amen at mile seventy two, and I just I kept telling him I was like, if we just get to Charlton, it's yeah. over. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you just get to Charlton, and and Charlton is probably the best aid station i think brady, brady mountain's amazing and they cut up but like what you go through and then what you get to at charlton it's like you go through hell and then you get to this aid station where they are just amazing and yeah. i mean they c- cater to your every need like you know all the all the aid stations are great I yeah they were great that. yeah but I, but I felt like that one because what you do to get in and out of there, it it it, it you, you covet that rate that aid station a little bit more um but i knew it's just like if you get out of there Man, it, you're home free. You've got yeah. you know three aid sta- two aid stations left, and 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 oof. and and that climb is a, is is a mess. But like knowing that this is the last time I have to do this, like this is this is it. I'm done with this climb after I get out of here. You know? Yeah. Do you know some of uh? So Cliff Cliff got the Corals Vertex watch or whatever, and he he put the GPX on it. And some of the climbs we were at were at like 23 percent grade, and then oh, and then the road at the end. That stupid thing that that I was like, I I, don't, I didn't remember coming down that like, I, I you know, kind of, you know, because you're going down and I was like, it, it's at like over 20 percent. You know, I was like, and, it, <laughs> and it's all washed. Well, it, 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 it's just like it's horrible at the top, at the, you, at the top of Hickory Nut Mountain Road. Is that what you're talking about? Where you no, I'm talking about once you get to the even the pavement and you have to go. Oh, up yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. Even going down, though. Yeah. Anyway, that's that was I was yeah, thinking yeah, in my yeah. head it was going to be smooth sailing after Hickory Nut. It wasn't because it was raining no. and it was like a river and it was you had to watch your step. And yeah, it was <laughs> you, you leave Charlton. And, and and for me, Charlton is like, yeah, that's what you're talking about. The road from Charlton to that uh, Forest Service Road aid station, it's just like, it's just like that, that gravel road. So it's like, it's like, oh, it's kind of like Traveler a little bit. You kind of feel like yeah. you're a Traveler a, a little bit, which was nice because everything is just so technical and funny. So funny story, I'm pacing Kurt last year and uh, it was probably, I'm going to ballpark our time it's probably midnight or something and we're we're uh our one or something we were in the back of the field so uh I, I think there was one other person behind us so we're walking up that road and there's nothing you can't see anyone you can't see nothing and all of a sudden a pickup truck drives by so this pickup truck drives by it's got a washer and dryer in the back nice. and the guy and the guy pulls but he gets about 100 feet behind us and he just stops and we're just like all right so we go whatever and so he he leaves well, then he comes back around and he just is like slow rolling, half hanging out the window. You know, he's here to say something or whatever. He's getting ready to stop. And Kurt, before I could even say anything, Kurt's like, 
we're good, man. Get out of here. We're, we're fine. You know? And it was just like, it was just the, the, the whole vibe. Yeah. The whole vibe was like, we're about to get murdered and put in the back of this truck with these washer and dryer. So luckily when I got to that road, I was able to like, like laugh at that, you know, and just kind of have, have, a, have a moment, but yeah. And then it, it, it's just, I don't know. It's just such a weird transition. Cause that's like really the only part of the course where it's like, Oh, nothing's trying to kill you here. There's no water. There's no water here. There's yeah. no rocks or root. Like what is happening? Uh, yeah. But then, Oh my God. So when we first came in, we had to jump inside a truck yes. to go over that. So go over that spillway. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. That, that yeah. was great. I was like, cool. Well, yeah. I'm at mile, I'm at like mile 90. Uh, and I'm going back the other way and it's just as bad. There's no, there's truck. no truck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was like, oh my there, there was no truck. Yeah. Uh, was, oh. So that was, that was one of those ones. I took a misstep, like, you know, got a little wobbly and you just look over and you're like, oh, yeah. once again, you, yeah. you're probably not going to make this one. If you fall sideways, how many, how many stream crossings did we have, man? There were, there was a bunch and some of them, like the one with the oh. big boulders we had to, and but the water's running over the boulders and, and Hey, I just have to say shout out for ultra. I was wearing the Olympus and they held on. I didn't slide on any of those. I am just going to say that, you know? So, I mean, and that's not just cause I'm on the red team. It, I was, it worked. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> but, yeah. but yes. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. Go, no, go ahead, man. No, I, I, I would say it was all of them. Every stream was full. It was, yeah. and, oh my God. Not just that though. Most of the trails were streams. They yeah. became creeks. It was like quite a bit of time you're running in two inches of water. And so I ran in the Lone Peak five. Okay. Uh, which I hadn't I tried had those not, yet. I hadn't ran in them yet either. No, man. I, I'm so I'm that was your first run. It was that your yeah, first run. Yeah. Oh, I'm smart. I'm That's a, real smart a, there, buddy. <laughs> I, I am a firm believer in Lone Peaks out of the box, dude. Have always been and will always pull a pair ultras to begin with. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I typically go between Temps and, and, and Lone Peaks for a trail. I will pull those out of the box and I will go run whatever, anytime, 100 mile or 50 mile. I don't care. But, but I, this is the first one of that model, Matt. <laughs> 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 look man how do you like how do you how do you mess it up dude you cannot mess the lone peak they, they they're, they're finally they're, they're finally making some like improvements to get the cushion back into the lone peak which is uh, putting that ego on there so yeah. i knew right away like it's going to be better than it was yeah and, I, and i'm and i loved lone peak as it was yeah so if you're good, adding, if you, yeah if you're if you're turning any anything you're putting rims or if you're putting any tinted windows like i'm i'm buying <laughs> i'm flying <laughs> and i i did change i had to change i had uh so I was rolling, I had XO toes and I had okay, the Lone yeah. five and, uh, uh, I think I changed about halfway. I changed just, just to get dry on, yeah. you know, like, and I knew they were going to get wet again, but it was like, I'm I, just going to swap these out just to, just to have a dry, you know, moment, which only lasted for like two miles. But. Yeah. That, I, I didn't change. I didn't change. I had the XO toes and, and the Olympus and my wife kept, you want to change? I said, have them ready for the next one. And I was like, I, I'm just about to hit another, another Creek. So I'm just, I just left them wet the whole time and they, they did. Okay. I didn't, I didn't blister or anything. So, uh, I, I did well, but, uh, having wet feet the whole time, that's rough, man. <laughs> 
Dude, I don't. I I posted. I, I posted a story of my foot afterwards. So I finished. I finished in. So I got held at spilled spillway when that first storm came. Oh, in. you did. I okay. Got held for, I got held for like twenty minutes. Uh, uh. So my finish time was. Or I came in. It was like thirty-two on the nose, but it ended up getting adjusted to like thirty-one, thirty-eight. Which, weirdly enough, man, ultra sign up. If you go on the web page, will will like calculate what you're going to finish right it's just like they yeah. randomly oh, yeah, put yeah. it was it was 15 seconds off of what ultra are you serious i that's couldn't, good. couldn't believe it that's great they said, yeah, it was like 31 38 56 and i finished in like 31 38 40 dude uh, that's crazy <laughs> but so 30 31 and a half hours with soaking feet the, the entire time. I mean, I, when I took my shoe off at the end of it, I, I took a picture of it. They were shriveled. Uh, I mean, shriveled up. And I had the only, so I had the blisters that I had were all from landing, you know, so they weren't soccer yeah. shoe related. It was all from that repetition landing. And yeah. I'm a bigger guy. So I got a lot of weight going down on my feet. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I got, I mean, zero, I had one other blister on the tip of my toe, but I kicked that was, I, I like, I did that. Like I, when I was running, I kicked a rock and it like did that thing where it like pushes the toe of your shoe in, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, I, yeah, I, I, I switched over to exo toes, not to just shout out all of our, uh, you know, all of our buddies, <laughs> but I switched what over we use, to dude. toes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, a year ago or so. And, I, I I don't know how you go back. I mean, they don't get what they don't stay wet. They just yeah. don't like hold the water like any other sock. And yeah. I, that to me, it's it's like when with that much water that we were in, if I yeah. was in any other sock, I just I think our, my feet would have just been shredded, man. Well, what amazes me about their stuff too, the socks and and the shorts, they don't stink like like I yeah. I will I took my short I I after a hundred miler I I I smell you know anyway I smell yeah, bad oh, yeah. I took the shorts off and I smelled them which I don't know why I did that's kind of weird maybe but they didn't stink I was like you yeah. know I'm like how does this work. <laughs> I do that. I try and get people to smell it. I'm like, you're not going to believe it. They don't stink. Now, I, I have managed to get the socks to stink. Okay. Uh, okay. And I, I just think that they're so small. You're gifted. You're gifted. They, yes. they can hold it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but the shorts, so I said I had, I had the exoskin. I had shorts and I had the long tights on it at night. Uh, and I, 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 for me, it's, it's, not only are they, they super comfortable, but they just don't hold the moisture. They don't hold the wetness. I've, I, I've always worn tights and I've yeah. I wore a different brand for the longest time. And you would take them off and they would just weigh four or five times heavier from holding all your sweat or the yeah. rain. Uh, and that's the biggest thing that, that with, with the amount of rain that we had, uh, I just had Exocene shorts on with a rain jacket on the top. And my shorts never held the water. So yeah. it was like, I was completely drenched, but I had the rain gear, those on and it just dumped off. So yeah. it was, it was funny. I, I got held at spillway and I put all my, my rain gear on and, and I tried to let them leave. I, I, I was like, come on, nobody, nobody knows I'm here. Let me yeah, just, yeah. Let me just <laughs> yeah. get on through it. They weren't, they weren't having it. And they, she goes, she goes, well, nobody's going to stop you. And I was like, I'm not breaking a race rule. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm a rebel, but I'm not that much of a rebel. Right. I'm like never going to do that. I have too much respect for the race, the sport, the director, all of that. I was like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh, yeah. So I waited and I put on all my rain gear. I didn't have my ring gear on before. So luckily that kind of, that was kind of a, a, a blessing. Uh, but so then I took off running 
uh, and it had slowed down the rain. And I'm running, I'm running. And then all of a sudden it just starts hammering again. And there was a, a point where I was like, all right, we're quitting. Like, this is a, the greatest excuse to just stop and quit. And I like literally laughed at myself though. I was like, we don't quit when it's yeah. raining. Like, what <laughs> yeah, is, like, who are you right yeah. now? I was like, no, man. It's, I just, it's just thunder and lightning hammering. And it just turned into a good time. You know how quick you can just go from like, yeah, I could quit to like, this is hilarious. This is super yeah. fun. You have these like weird bipolar. You got to flip that switch. You got to, yeah. you got to make yourself flip the switch sometime because you can go down a rabbit hole of negativity. Did you, did you get, did you get kind of down and, and stay there any for the race much? I mean, you seem like a pretty so, positive guy and you know, they can make light of suffering, but, but I know we all I, hit some lows, man. My, you know what, what I noticed is, and so my attitude was the biggest thing that I needed to focus on for this race. I did Rocky raccoon uh, and I went with uh, Eamon out there and I ended up going out really way too fast. And I ended up getting into a dark place and I ended up being a really nasty person. I yeah. ended up being luckily. I mean, the dude's like, a brother to me right so my my ignorance and and meanness was he he knew where it came from and and what it meant it which was nothing and it it came from you know my own my own anger and and exhaustion and so my biggest thing with this race was like even if we don't finish or we finish like we're gonna we're gonna be in a in a better mental space a better head space to be positive uh and and i actually i joked I said, I'm not going to be mean to Eamon at mile 60. And I joked and I said, I'm just going to be mean to him the whole time. That way it's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just was, I feel like the times that I was having some rough times, because I did coming out of Charlton was a little bit, a little rough. And then uh, I had, I, I had a couple other times where it wasn't great. I never really, that first, my that first 30, I was super low. And I think yeah. when I came out of that, it gave me perspective. Yeah. Uh, but I just got really quiet. I don't feel like I talked as much with, uh, with my pacer as I normally would. Normally I'm a chatty cat. You can't get me to shut up. You know, yeah. you can see on the podcast right now, I'm, I'm not going to stop talking. Um, <laughs> and I just, I kept noticing these long, uh, pauses of conversation and, and just hours of conversation. And then, uh, as nerdy as this sounds, and I'm, I'm not actual, like I'm not really a nerd, but, if you ever want to learn how to handle an ultra, especially like hundred mile or whatever, if you read the Harry Potter books, there is so much ridiculous stuff in Harry Potter, like that you can just overanalyze and talk about for like hours on end. And it all means nothing, right? Yes, yeah. What, what do you need at like mile 60 to take your mind off something other than to talk about like, the history of Dumbledore and, you know, like this, <laughs> so these type of things. Yeah. So at a certain point, all of a sudden, Eamon starts bringing up Harry Potter. And that's when I knew like, okay, I must not be, I must yeah. not be appearing as, as, as well as I should at yeah. this point. And we were going through, there's a section, there's a section where all of a sudden you end up in the woods and I got a picture of it and there's just like pine needles everywhere, but the yeah. trees are spread out enough. It was super creepy and super foggy. Uh, and so like the whole thing was just real ominous. And then we just started just like, I, I think that I had gotten quiet and, 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 but luckily, you know, and you know, this man taking the right pacer is just like to able to, to, to just see and, 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 and know when you're struggling, when you don't, cause I yeah, had no idea yeah. that like I had just gotten quiet yeah, and yeah. you know, like, like the Charlton climb where I was struggling, I was laughing about it. I was making yeah. fun of it, you know? And I kept, I kept messing with Eamon because I kept, I just kept being like, man, you seem like you're a little out of shape. You know, I kept, I kept <laughs> yeah, messing with him. Nice. Oh, I'm sure he wanted to hit me over the head, but it was, it's, it's fun to just kind of be able to poke fun at the whole thing. And, um, 
I did. You know what? This is actually. Oh, I did. I was going to say this might be the first ultra that I didn't actually shed a tear, but I I did cry at, did? at one point. I did. So you know, I I dropped my friend, um, and so I went to turn around at Avery Wreck, and I ran. I bumped into her on the way back, and yeah. it just it got me. You know what I mean? We were supposed to finish the race together, and and I even told her I was power hiking like crazy you know i was flying up there and she i stopped her hey you know and i started i go i gotta go i can't i can't go down this emotional yeah, road yeah. right now burn out uh but then i didn't but i didn't have any i, I didn't have any emotions a lot of times man i i run myself so hard and beat myself so into the ground that i just it just breaks me it breaks me down and that's what i had the, the trouble with the last two races i did traveler and i did rocky raccoon back to back and i i just devastated myself both times by just having time goals and, and, and yeah. putting, putting priorities that don't matter ahead of the priorities that, you know, you should be worried about, which is just worrying about your, 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 your physical condition and yeah. your mental condition and finishing the race, you know, the, the time and stuff, it's just, it's not important. Hey, I, I, and, and, you know, like I, I went in with goals, you know, and I had, I had, you know, a goal, B goal and, and all this stuff and, and one, but I think I'm at the point where, like if, if it doesn't happen, you know, that's fine. Like I'm good. I'm going to keep going. I want to finish like, you know, and as long as I can finish without killing myself or, or maiming myself, but like, I, you know, like I really, cause I've done a few races where they didn't go according to plan. And, and like, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I, you know, I'll learn from it and, and uh, yeah. I'm just going to keep moving and enjoy the experience. You know um, it, not everything has to be meeting your a goal or whatever. It's, it's, it's part of the, you know, just enjoy the journey. It's part of the process. Yeah. And I, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to set a goal for something you're not in. Like, because when you're in a hundred miler, like what happens that day is so unique because you can try and plan, you know, training is just preparing you for what's going to happen. You don't know, you know, I had, I had gotten something in my eye the Wednesday before the race that I couldn't get out. So for two days before the race, my eye was super huge. And just like, I woke up with like pink eye every day, yeah. you know, and it was like, I had, I, was, I had to go to physical therapy cause I, uh, I, I messed my shoulder up before the race. So, yeah. you know, there's all these things that you can't plan or train for these things. Yeah. And so come race day, you may be in the best shape of your life and feel great. And that's awesome. But you may have, you know, a piece of sand in your eye and a shoulder that that's not functioning, which they all work themselves out before the race for me. But that's the biggest thing that I'm learning is like, step at, step at that start line, get started and then set some goals, you yeah. know, because yeah. then you, then you you know where you're at and you, and you know what's going on. And I, I know that I could have finished that race quicker, yeah. um, but did I need to? No, yeah. man, not, no, you know, people are going to, people look at it and they go, you know, David and Matt finished the love at 100. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You know, nobody, you know, finishing it faster is amazing and it's great. And I, and I think it's, I, I always enjoy it. And I, that's why I like to make fun of people who run really fast because I like it and I think it's great. So I always like to joke and say, you know, like if you just stuck around at the finish line for 10 more hours, you could have saw me finish. (laughs) (laughs) But I talk about this with my coach, like everything I went through, you went through also, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, we just, you don't it. get as much, yeah. And you don't get as much time as I do to react to things. And I think yeah. that that's a component people don't see. Like you, you've got to turn those wheels a little bit quicker to be able to, to, to be able to, to turn things around and Hey, I'm having a, a hiccup, you know, whereas, you know, my whole thing's a little bit slower. They're, they're two different, they're two different events, but they're, they're exactly the same. And that's what right. I love. I, I love about this, you know, and, and the people who, 
I always say that I think that the people who finish behind me are stronger than me. Right. Because it takes them, you know, it's such a longer and bigger journey. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think anybody else like gives the credit to like the amount of fast thinking and fast reactions you have to have to like the emotional side of the hundred miles when you're yeah. doing, you, you did, was it, did you do 22 hours or 24 hours? Tw- or? 20, 22, uh, 29 or something like that. Dude, which is, yeah. I'll just say this is, is incredible, but yeah. You you know you work hard you know I think that that people 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 who put into this you get out of what you put into it and not yeah. everybody's you know genetics blah blah blah, blah. right right but right. you work hard and and I think it's impressive to watch you you know to to do these races and, and to finish well knowing I watched some of that stuff that Cliff had said and some of what you've said about having some rough times and it's like man to think like you you, you have to turn these around in a shorter amount of time than I do yeah. or you know because of just the pace of things. And I, I think that's, that's impressive, man. And I, and I, I like watching that. And I think it's really, I think there's a, a mental capacity that you have there that you may not even see that it's like, it's so much, so strong to be able to just react so quickly on your feet in such a stressful situation. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and I appreciate that, but, and, and I, but I agree with you though. I mean, we, we all finished it. We all had our, our journey and uh, you know, I love, I love watching other people finish. I love when we cross, you know, seeing like, uh, you know, all right, Matt's, Matt's, Matt's still in there. Matt's, you know, like, I, I love that, you know, like, cause I don't want, I want everybody to make it, you know, I don't, you know, whatever, you know, when I hear people DNF, uh, one of the guys, you know, I was running with, I was, I got to know him on the trail and he, I heard he DNF'd and he was ahead of me. And, but I was like, Oh man, what, you know, uh, what happened, man? What, you know, yeah. you sure. You know, cause I, I was, you know, I got to know the dude, you know, and I was like, oh man, you know, you know, I was disappointed for him, you know, and I wanted I think, to you know, race all the way, think, you know, I think that's one of the, one of the, the things, and, and you, you touched on it a minute ago. It, one of the things that I think is, is unique with faster runners in the hundred mile distance is like when things do go bad, a lot of times they'll drop out as opposed to saying, let me just walk this thing in or let me walk the next you know like yeah. for me to say i'm going to walk the next 20 miles well heck that's not too much slower than i'm going <laughs> anyway so it's not so hard but i think that that's a troublesome thing for you know when, when you're used to, to moving at a faster scale and, and it's saying like hey just just walk this thing in you know you see that with a lot of elite runners in the 100 mile distance they you know they'll they'll drop because they're having trouble you know and yeah. i get it there's you know, you don't want to wear, put the wear and tear on your body. And if you're injured, that's another story. But sometimes, right. you know, you see that. And I'm, I'm trying to think there was, I watched the documentary uh, a while back. And I think it was, you know, you know, maybe it was like Jeff Browning's uh, hard rock finish or something. There was, there was somebody who uh, you know, just, it fell apart and they just walked it in. They were just like, yeah. I, I'm just going to like, you know, like you yeah. look at their time and it's like, doesn't reflect their, you know, yeah, their who they are. Yeah. Yeah. ability, yeah. but you're just like the tenacity of like, no man, I'm just here to finish this race. Yeah. Like that's, and, and I'm not saying anybody dropped and didn't do that, but right. I think that's a, that's another hard part of like being a faster runner that you, you know, it's just like, Oh, I got it. Cause I've been there. I quit Rocky raccoon at mile. 64 but i i knew it was because i was like i don't want to walk i can't run anymore i don't want to walk for 40 miles yeah. like that sounds like, like you just start start doing 100 mile walking races and let's see who's really ultra yeah like, no, yeah no kidding <laughs> well, wait you see but you say that i've had i've had dnfs where kind of the same thing like i went in with the, like and that and in this i guess over the past year i've kind of changed my mindset if i go in and, and i go in knowing that I may have to grind it out. And if I do, it's okay. 
Like, and so I, I, I make that, I make sure I know that ahead of time. Cause I've had races that I DNF that, you know what? I probably could have finished that if I'd have just grinded it out, just, just did it. My time would have been whatever, but you know, and then I've gone into um, some races that I knew that, and it ended up being that, and my time is, you know, whatever, but, but I did it, you know, I got it done. And it's just, cause it'll mess with you when you go in like, I'm going to do this and I want to do that. And you realize I can't do that. I'm, you know, So yep. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I just a, get it done. You touched on it. Yeah. You said it, man. And you were just like, I know, I, you know, when I roll into that and I, I see that as a, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a problem, you know, cause it, that's the thing is like this race, this racing style of hundred miles or, you know, hundred K's or whatever, there's no like set path. Yeah. You know, there's, there's just, there's really no one rule yeah. that gets it done. Everybody's got a different thing and they all work. And, um, All right, we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Screaming Monkey 100. The Screaming Monkey 100 has become known as the preeminent race in North Louisiana. This event, located at the Monkey Trails mountain bike course near Shreveport, has 11 miles of challenging, hilly, and technical single track. The race director has included another 4.5 miles of perimeter logging road, gravel, and pavement to make it a varied and interesting 15.5-mile loop. Runners can choose a distance between 10K all the way up to 100 miles. Now, this race... It's nestled between an abandoned prison, a veteran cemetery, and a national chimpanzee sanctuary. How cool is that? You can hear the chimps caterwaul during the race. You can listen to the calming tones of the bells chime at the cemetery and run through the shadows of an abandoned guard tower. Totally awesome. The Screaming Monkey 100 can be found on ultrasignup.com. And listeners of this show who use the code, listen to the code, run the riot123, all one word, run the riot123, will enjoy the only discount available for this race. That's a 10% discount off their entry. Also, the race director Mike has another race on April 3rd called The Old School at Lincoln Parish Park. It's listed at runsignup.com and has distances from 5 to 30 miles. Back to the show. So I, always, I always find it interesting to like see other people's you know, methods of how they, how they move through these and how they navigate like the different distances. Because I, I, you know... But my coach is one of those guys where he'll tell you, like, even if you fall apart at 50, his mindset is just walk till 30. And he knows you're not going to walk till 30 because you're going to come back. Yeah. You're going to walk for a few miles and you're going to be like, all right, this is boring. Uh, yeah. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. a lot better, you know, yeah. but it's that like that mentality and that mindset to like let yourself. And I, that's what took me. I think the that, that's what took me a long time to realize is like, dude, you're going to just grind this race out. You're yeah. just, you just have to commit to it because I knew, I knew at mile 55 that, that it was done for me. I knew I had it in the bag. There, yeah. It was all I, cause I just, I just told myself, we're just going to, we're going to just take every step. We're going to do it. And, yeah. um, and we did. And it was, it was awesome. Love it. It is tough. It's a tough course. It's beautiful. I, we didn't get to see much of it because of the fog and the clouds <laughs> and the rain. I, I, I laughed at the picture. Uh, I think uh, I think Kurt posted it. He, he said, he said, uh, he said, Matt's wondering where the vista is in this vista view or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because I, you know, with Pace and him last year, the weather was gorgeous. Like it was like the one time Love it had good weather. Yeah. Uh, and so. We took all the pictures and we took all those. And, and so I had planned on with my pacer. I was like, Hey, we've got to mimic all of the photos. I took. I love, it. I love it. And, and we get up there and it was like, 
you couldn't see anything. I was looking forward to like using the views to, you know, and yeah, we, we but, it, but the trail itself, I mean, the trail itself in the woods are, are beautiful. So I, I commend the race to anybody. Just know it's, it's, it's tough. What's the uh, ankles of steel and an iron wheel, the tagline at the bottom of our, it's on the back of this shirt. I'm wearing my shirt too. And I see you got yeah, you. Oh yeah. yeah. Test, <laughs> test, test your metal, man. And I'll tell you, I, so this is where I thought Kurt was, was, was lying to me the whole time is um, Kurt kept going, dude, this race is hard. Don't do this race. This is, Cause I'm coming <laughs> off of a, I'm coming off of a losing streak. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, there's a lot of weight in that. And, yeah, yeah. And, and I just thought, I even said this during the race. I told Eamon, I said, Kurt's level of commitment to telling me how crappy love it is and giving me trouble about love it. I go, it's next level. And it's hilarious. Like it is, it is beautiful how much he is trolling me about it. And then I finished it and I was like, Oh, he was just telling me the truth. <laughs> you know, we show up because I would get text messages from Kurt before I seen anything on Facebook. So it was like, oh, there's a boil order at the race. It was like Kurt, like, ha, ha, ha. you know, or it would be like pictures of the spillway and it'd be like Kurt, like, oh, yeah, it sounds like a great time to race, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, at, the sa- at the same time, though, uh, he said it. I, he said it was either he hear Eamon said the same thing because for me I'll go out too fast uh that's the problem is I'm a fat guy that can run fast uh but I you know necessarily should I shouldn't necessarily be doing that all the time uh, and so they said like putting all of the obstacles in his way is going to be the best way to have me perform and do that and yeah. I and I think it did uh but I also like like when I finished Kurt was just like good job and that's like you know your grandpa who never tells you he loves yeah, you or that yeah, you've never yeah. done anything good that was that moment for me it was just like and it was that's all he said it was like good job good you job. know like <laughs> thanks pops <laughs> it, it, it felt it felt so good yeah um but yeah so we roll into the finish line and i've got my kurt buff in you know and so we're like filming and, and it's like okay it's it's kurt third finish you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> come in and i'm like somebody give me a beer you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome all, all, i've got more photos of kurt drinking beer at aid stations than like any other scenic <laughs> views of love it from last year and so that was my only problem so i don't drink so i was like i yeah. don't know how i'm gonna drink 30 beers on course to make people <laughs> think i'm hurt it's not gonna work <laughs> yes oh. well hey i, I want to ask did you get did you get guys get off course at all or did you stay on course uh yeah so you know when you when you leave that forest service road 47 pja or you know you know that forest service road aid station yeah. it's the one right before you climb up the hickory nut mountain yeah we left out of that aid station and you you kind of you we go straight and, and there was like three flags to tell you to go into the some single tack track on the left but to, we ended toward, up toward the beginning straight. toward the beginning yeah. yeah 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 we did that too yeah same spot well, well here's the only reason i noticed is i was we were walking we went a good quarter mile and i was going because i knew the hickory nut mountain climb on the way out sucked because i did it with kurt yeah. and i vividly remember like that was when as a pacer i started feeling tired you know and so I was telling Eamon, I go, man, this climb is not going to be great. Like, we just got to get up it. You know, it's a short, it's a short climb. I mean, I think from eight station to eight station, it's only like three and a half or four and a half miles. Uh, but then I started looking down and there's no footprint. There was no shoe print anywhere on this road. And so I go, 
I go, I don't think we're in the right spot. I said, first of all, we should be on single track. Cause I remember the last time I did this, we were on single track and I go, there's no shoe print. So we turned around lo and behold, that's where we saw, we were supposed to turn off a little bit. Um, yeah. So it was more like eight, eight or between eight and 10 or something like that, eight or nine or something. I think oh, so we, well, we did this at the, at the end. So oh, at the end. At, okay. At the end. We, oh, yeah. Okay. So we were at mile we were at mile like 94. Oh, nice. That's yeah. That's terrible, dude. Oh, ours was at the beginning. Like we ended up at a road where there's that low bridge thing and construction and there was no flags. And I was like, and we were like, we drove by this to get to the thing. And so we, we, we added like an extra, about a little over a mile probably uh, at mile eight or nine and had to run back and yeah, find a little flag to I just want to say, I, I, I did, I do remember this. Okay. So, so I did see your split. Um, and somehow you ran like a nine thirty up that hill at the beginning. Oh, really? I don't, yeah, man. I must've been, I don't know if I was panicking or whatever. I don't remember. I didn't look at it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think I did like a 1930 going up that thing. Uh, Might've still been a little in like a adrenaline panic mode, but in my brain, I was taking my, in my brain, I was like, okay, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Still got a lot of race to run. Don't freak out. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, but man, it, it was, it, I have to say though, um, uh, the race itself, I, I, I loved it. The, uh, well, the buckle is, is a thing of beauty, man. That, that, that is, if anybody hadn't seen the swag. buckle, they need to check it out. Yeah, the swag. Is, this yeah. is probably one of the better swagged races. So uh, people won't see this video, right? So, but you, you can I might hear. Po- I might uh, post it. I might post it on YouTube. Okay. I'll put a so link to it. I, yeah, I, I'm wearing a North Face quarter zip. I mean, really nice North Face quarter zip, and it's embroidered Love It 100. We also yeah. got a shirt. David's got yeah. the shirt on Love yeah. It 100 shirt. We got a buff. Now buff here's brand. the crazy thing. Yeah, buff brand buff not just like uh the uh, neck gator that you yeah. know you normally see so that was impressive uh and then two really nice stickers yeah. um and then if you finished the 100k you got a medal that was a bottle opener that you know really nice and if you finished the 100 miler you got the buckle and it's not oh. a small buckle let me let me gra- i'm gonna grab the buckle so i can put it up on the screen let me get it let me get it yeah grab it yeah and it's so there's a really great story behind the buckle too. Uh, I think they posted it on the Facebook page about the buckle. So the history behind the buckle is if, if you notice it's a, it's a polished silver, but then it's a blue and it's got the uh, topographic lines in there. And uh, on the Facebook page, if you go to love it, uh, they have the history behind how they flooded that lake. And so the, the buckle kind of represents the lake and the history of uh, flooding that region which I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. It, it definitely uh, makes, makes the buckle really great to have a nice story behind it. You know, uh, Walter Hanloser was writing about the, the buckles and who makes them and all. And he did, he did a, a, a thing on, on the make of it. He had a whole write up and everything. I have to find that. I'll put a link to it on there too. But so yeah, swag, swag wise. And, and, you know, it's not an expensive race compared to a lot. And it, a lot of the money goes to, to maintaining the trail and all that. Um, Dustin and them did a great job. I mean, especially having to come in and the dude, every, like you said, every aid station was phenomenal. They were great. They were friendly and you know, you could tell they love to be there even in the middle of the pouring rain. You know, <laughs> Some of those aid stations, like up on the top of Hickory Nut mountain. I mean, some of those aid stations are in some really, really harsh spots for weather. 
and and you wouldn't know it. I mean, that was probably one of the most party and aid stations. You know, they're up in the top of top of the the wind blown rain fog. You can't even see the aid station until you're like ten feet from it. It was so foggy, <laughs> yeah. and then it's just like a complete party. Uh, I, 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 I know Kurt will disagree with me publicly. Uh, I recommend the race. I maybe yeah. not your first hundred miler. Um, not saying that, not saying that you can't, right, I, right. I know a lot of people have done it for their first hundred. Just know that it's going to be a tougher first hundred. Just the elevation is just, it's aggressive. The terrain yeah. is aggressive, but then the weather. So you end up, you end up with a trifecta, you know, love it's known for some rougher weather, but yeah. I, I don't, not to discourage somebody to do it for their first hundred. I, I think you, I think you, you could I, very yeah. well, very much. So just being prepared for it to be a rougher race and, and no, and no, no, and it's just aggressive. Yeah. Um, the- but Arkansas, dude, Arkansas is beautiful running and the community in Arkansas is like oh, yeah. no other. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree, man. Uh, you talk, wait, I, I wanted to touch on real quick, uh, the, the, letting it be your first ultra. So this guy, I forgot his name. Nice guy. I talked to him a little bit, but he came like, I said, hey, you need to get past. We were on the single track and we were about the first 30 miles and he went flying by me. And I said, man, you're looking good. And uh, he said, yeah, it's my first hundred. And I was like, might better slow down a little bit, dude, because he was flying and he took off. I mean, boom. And at the next aid station, I, I said something. I said, man, that guy was going a little too fast for his first hundred. And um, the lady said, yeah, he, he's a roadrunner. He hardly runs trails. And I was like, oh, oh man. man. So like I later on, I, I caught him. Um, you, you know, I mean, you know, and he was he was having a he said, oh, I went out way too fast. I was like, <laughs> you know, he's dead. He's dead now. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't even know if he, I hope he finished. You know, like I sincerely hope he finished. But um, but like you said, just know if you're going to let it be your first man, just 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 take your time. Just train hard, take your time and get it done. You know, don't go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's tough, but it's, it's totally doable. Uh, the support, cause I think where, where, what it, what it brings in, in technical, uh, terrain and, and, and weather it, it trumps 10 times over in aid station support. I yep. mean, yep. it's phenomenal. The, the, the people that are at those aid stations have run hundreds. They've run love it. They've run traveler. Yeah. You know, they're familiar with getting you in and getting you out and taking great care of you. And I think that that's like a huge part of, of, you know, navigating that hundred mile distance. You can tell um, the ones that, that know, because they're, they're, you know, you're, you're, they're meeting your eyes and they're asking you how you're doing. They're looking and they're looking, you know, they're like, cause you can kind of like, I'm doing fine. And you know, you, when you're, but they're looking at you and they're, they're, they're checking you out. Cause some people say they're fine and you know, as well as I do, you can see yeah. people are like, they are not fine. You know, it's like, um, but, but uh, yeah. And all of them were, especially, I, I just remember at the top of Hickory Nut Mountain, it was raining and, you know, I'm ready to be done. And those guys, I just, I guess, cause it was close to the end though. Um, just like, I don't know. I just like, I could have hugged every single one of them, man. They were just like, yeah, dude, you know, just, <laughs> it was, it was yeah. great. It was great. Yeah. One, one of the fun things. So coming up Hickory, Hickory Nut Mountains, the first, that first aid station, it's the first aid station. And so uh, Michael Hirons is there and him saying, I swear it was so helpful. Him saying, all right, Matt, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And I, and I just, you know, and I just kept, so I just kept, and, he, he ended up leaving because I finished a little awfully late, but you know, it was just like, it, it, it was just, a, I, I don't know, for some reason that just hit home with me. Like, we'll yeah. see you tomorrow. And I just kept going. I just, I, I told him I'd see him tomorrow. Like I'm going to, I just got to, I got to get back there. I, yeah, I got to get I'm, back. 
Man of my word. <laughs> I, I ended up blowing right through that aid station. I, I, I felt bad. I gave him the cold shoulder. I looked over and I'm like, I'm out of here. This is, I'm so close to being done. I don't yeah, stop yeah. here or anywhere in between. But we yeah. had, so we're coming down that, oh my gosh, you leave Hickory Nut Mountain and that road, that first quarter mile of that road is just hot garbage. Yeah. You, and when it's, it's, it's water flowing <laughs> and you got to pick your, pick your, where you're, uh, it's gravelly. And the rocks are rocks horrible. And, so, so I, I knew, here's what I knew. I knew the storm was coming because I heard somebody at the last aid station say the storm's going to hit when we get to Hickory Knot Mountain. So I didn't want to get held again. So I yeah. was like, I'm blowing this aid station. And Eamon, he had to fill up some bottles. He's at the aid station. And I'm, I'm about 100, 200 meters. And boom, you start hearing the lightning and thunder going. And that's what I was like, I, I'm going, I'm going. So it calmed down. And there's, I think there's three or four miles to the next, to the, to the finish. Yeah. And we're, we're within like the last, two miles of the race and we're finally in a good mood. We're finally running a little bit. That blister popped. It's just kind of got me shaking. I had run into a couple of people. I passed a couple of people. Uh, so I, was, I was doing good. I was in a good mood. And then all of a sudden just the worst rain, like heavier than it had been all day. Just thunder, light, <gasps> downpour. And that, that road has huge puddles on it to begin with. Yeah. Well, it just instantly turned into a river. The whole road was I a can river. See that, yeah. And, there, there, there's video. I don't know if Eamon ever posted or not, but there's video of him yelling back at God and telling him that God, you are not going to stop us. You will not fight us and stop us from finishing this. It's like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I forget what he said. He said, he said something about, you'll have to send a, a hurricane or a meteorite to stop us from finishing this race. And, I, you know, I was in the, the, the zone and I'm just laughing so hard. He's back there yelling at the universe. And it's just <laughs> the, the, the rain is just beating down on us. And it was, it was a blast. It was a That's fun, awesome. good time to finish. Uh, except, you know, then you hit the road section and it's a really short on the road. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to run a little bit. And then like, you're instantly at another hill. Like, yeah. How, yes. How yes. In- and then another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I finally was like, got till it was like, okay, they can see us now. Okay, let's run yeah, it in. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Well, well, Matt. I recommend it. Yeah, I recommend it too. So I so what's next, dude? What's, what's next for you? What you got on the... Uh, on- I have, I've got a couple of short 50Ks coming up, just like bopping here and there. Uh, I've got a 50 miler. That's a local race, Berryman 50 that... Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to do that one every year. It's just, you know, it's our local ultra club that, that puts it on the slugs. Very great group. Um, nice. You know, similar to that Arkansas vibe, just, you yeah. know, all the, all the, all the ultra runners around here get together and do that. And then uh, I'm going back to Arkansas traveler Sweet. and uh, I'm, I'm going to seal the deal. I, I want that. that I always, I joke, it's the ugliest buckle on the planet, but I want it. <laughs> I agree. So <laughs> I, I, it's, it's not the best buckle, but it's not the most beautiful buckle, but you got to, you know, you got to get it. That's... But well, yeah, so but you know to to give to give credit to to traveler, you know it's 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 a very old race. It's a yes. very old buckle. Yes, it's awesome. Very nostalgic yeah. race. Same oh, thing. Yeah. I agree. Huge support. Great race. Uh, so I'm gonna go and finish. You know that was my first hundred attempt, and I DNF. So I'm gonna go finish traveler. After doing love it, I I feel like. Yeah, I've got what I yeah I've got yeah. what I need in the bag to to take care of traveler. Hopefully. Yeah, so man. I, I, get training I, back up. I think I'll be there between races. I might be, uh, I might be crewing cliff out there. So, uh, 
So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's doing it too. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw you're doing. You've got a couple short races, right? Back to back coming up. Two hundred. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I've, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I've got some fifties before that, but then yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing the the triple. I, it's gonna be. I, uncharted waters as far as back to back like that and and i gotta redeem kind of like you know with what happened with moab i want redemption man so it'll be even sweeter because when i finish moab it'll complete the triple and so uh you know i'm i'm resting up and then i'll get back to get back to training and building up for that man my hiking muscles will be strong (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's that's the key to that man yeah yeah you're gonna do awesome we're gonna we're gonna follow you with that hey and you know i think it'd be cool to get you on Wayne watch a couple of times. We'll get you on the podcast and, you know, maybe like some befores during and, and some afters of that man would be yeah. really great to follow you. Yeah. We'd yeah. love to do that, man. In fact, uh, man, we're real quick. Cause we, man, we're, I'm keeping you longer than I, I told you I keep you, but that's uh, all right, man. T- tell everybody about Wayne watch, man. I know you're kind of taking a little yeah. kind of hiatus right now, but, uh, but talk about the podcast. Yeah. I, so, uh, you know, the premise behind Wayne watch podcast is, is, uh, you know, Myself and the last horse runners, ultra running memes, we're all just really close friends. And this was more of an excuse for us to like talk every yeah. couple of weeks and, and have a conversation. And of course we talk about running and other dumb stuff. Uh, and so we're, we're less than a series. We, we always say we're a podcast, uh, uh, you know, of not of people who don't know how to podcast. We're, we're not, we, we don't know how to podcast. Uh, we always, we apologize if anybody loses sponsors for coming on our show. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we're, we're on we're on all of the uh, we're on all of the the podcast providers. So it's just Wayne Watch Pod on Instagram. Um, again, we, we really don't care if you listen or if you do listen. Uh, we did one episode with Anton Krupitska that's got like thousands and thousands and thousands of, of listens. That, that was awesome, dude. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so basically for us, that you know, the pandemic just kind of put a pause on running and we just got tired of like getting together and talking and talking about how shit is that we can't run uh, and that things are, things are jacked up. And so we kind of just put, put the, put the pod on, on pause and we're slowly putting some stuff together. We, we put together a podcast uh, recently. It was pretty good. The one before that we had to scrap it because it was a little too off the wall. Um, (laughs) This is probably, I'm going to tell you, this is the longest I've gone without cussing. Uh, and I know I've dropped a couple of them and I apologize. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am, yeah, good I job, normally, man. Yeah. I'm normally of the pirate language. Okay. Uh, I tend to speak brazen. Uh, Got you. But yeah. Uh, so if you like following ultra running means and, and the, the hilarious stuff that comes from, you know, uh, Eamon or Kurt or KP or myself, that's our podcast. Um, please nice. troll us on, on, on the, on the internet and mess with us. We appreciate that. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah, man. And, uh, be glad to be glad to jump on there and talk about all, all the suffering for the, for the triple. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, man, we're probably just going to make fun of you for doing it is all. We'll just, that's, we'll just, <laughs> that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of used to it with family and everybody like you, whatever. It's just, <laughs> hey, you know, if, honestly, man, if anybody's going to do it, I, I think you got it. And that's, that's, I, I mean it honestly, cause it's, you know, people don't realize like how hard, how hard people work and I, and I watch you and I've watched what you've done for the past couple of years and you, you work hard. And, and I think I that that's, it. you know, 
that's, that's one of the biggest keys is slowly working yourself into things, you know, and you've got the experience, you know, you've, yeah. you've, you've got the, the legs to pull off something like this. I, I think the timing's right, man. I think it's going to be a great year for you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try. We'll see. <laughs> uh, well, man, and I look forward to seeing you uh, at Traveler too, man. I'll be in the middle of all that, but I look forward to, to and if, if I'm out there crewing and, you know, of course you need anything, you just give a holler. <laughs> yeah, man. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me on the pod, man. I, I look forward to uh, seeing you on the internet and, you know, go red team, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, man. You take care, brother. All right, brother. All right, See ya. All right, guys, don't go anywhere because now it's time for a chat with my friend, coach, and pacer, Cliff Pittman. All right, I have my uh, coach extraordinaire, uh, Cliff Pittman. We're going to talk about Love It. How you doing, brother? <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. Doing <laughs> nice. well. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I, I, um, you know, I shared a little bit on, um, you know, the various podcasts and all, and you and I have been, you know, we became friends online and, and we met and, um, and you and I talked about, about coaching me and, um, after my crash and burn at Moab, after I licked my wounds and, and, you know, had my pity party, like I, that, you know, I've talked about that fire that started like, okay, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to redeem myself. And like, just, it's still there, you know? And that's, I think I texted you and I was like, all right, dude, uh, triple crown, uh, you know, let's do this. And, and, you know, yeah. and that was kind of how we, you know, how we started actually working together for the races. And, and so I've, I've been excited it's been fun and um it's been fun having somebody you know else in in my corner you know i get to be in some other guys corners and then having somebody Mm -hmm. there looking over my stuff so so i've been enjoying it i hope you've been enjoying it (laughs) man it's been it's been a blast and you know like i've said i've said publicly on you know my social media channels that i've always looked to you as a mentor you you know when i first got into the sport you put your arm around me and you just gave me a bunch of free advice and it helped me tremendously and mm-hmm. man a lot of it like with the mindset stuff which is you know been something that i've kind of hanged my hat on now as as an expertise um a lot of the mindset stuff you shared with me early on like you know the smiling and going into aid stations and making other people's days and you know that stuff has has stuck with me and has been instrumental in my own coaching philosophy and so i think that you've impacted my my business and the success that i've had in my business and then even in my own uh training and racing significantly more than you realize so i i appreciate that and so just to come full circle and be able to work with you and and partner with you you know in this in in this type of coaching i think relationship is is fun it's it's been uh you know i'm learning uh just you know i'm learning too and you know, one of the cool things is like working with you, you were doing everything right. You weren't doing anything wrong. You know, that's, you, you have all this, you know, the success to back that up and prove it. It's just that we're taking different approaches. We're doing things differently now. Yeah. And, you know, anytime you, you change up the stimulus and you do things differently and, and change your approach and, and then fine tune some different things, such as nutrition and, and hydration strategies and things like that, then, you know, you can really make some, make some big differences there. Yeah, it's it's been fun, and and, and it's a um I don't know, I, and I'm I'm I, I never had an issue like needing a, accountability all that much, but there's something inside of me that like. <laughs> coach is going to see this, you know, like he's, you know, it's that little, that little extra, you know, I'm going to put my I work see in everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, so it's like, you know, like even on the, you know, tempted to slough off on an interval or something, it's like, no, nah, I gotta, I gotta do this, you know, it's, yeah. and, and I always well, put it in, but you know, 
Yeah, no, you always do the work and man, it's, it's been awesome to see your volume and, and not just the, the volume, uh, the, the amount of training that you put in, but just how your body responded to it Yeah, because yeah. you, you absorbed it, you handled it. And then, uh, it, you know, manifested into, into fitness and then race day performance. So that's, that's what we're going for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and with, with your leadership, I've, I've gone, you know, cause I had my, my formula, you know, and, and here's the mm-hmm. danger for everybody listening, you know, you can get stuck with your formula and kind of get too comfortable with it. And it worked, it worked with me, but I wasn't progressing and I was getting a little comfortable and you pushed me beyond, you know, I did more mileage for this. I, I did more mileage for this hundred miler than I did for, for the Tahoe 200 in 2018, <laughs> you know, like for real. Yeah. And, and I did, and I did more, I think trail uh, miles, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, race specific miles that I was more intentional because you got me on that hourly stuff. And, uh, and so <laughs> I like it though. It's good. You know, yeah. it's like, Hey, this many hours, I might as well be on the trails. And, and, and so yeah. I'm, I've been using that with, with my athletes too. So anyway, it's been great, good. man. It's, it's been, it's been fun. And uh, you've taught me a yeah. lot. And so like you said, it's, it's full circle and, and we've got, you know, we got more fun to have, so it's going to be good. Got, got a closer friendship now and had the opportunity to go out and pace you. And man, yeah. it's, it's, it's been good all the way around. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and this was the coolest thing that you, you were able to, to have you, uh, you were able to work your schedule to be out there. And, uh, you know, man, I was, I was excited about that, that, that you were going to be out there. And, and because I haven't run with a pacer a whole lot, I was excited about that. And then I was excited to have you there just to, another set of eyes, um, you know, and, uh, and hopefully we'll talk about it in a little bit. Hopefully maybe you learned a little bit more about me and my mentality and how I run mm-hmm. and, and even my shortcomings so that we can, we can build on that. And so, Definitely. um, I want to tell everybody that's listening. I told Cliff before, Hey, you share good, bad, ugly, whatever. I don't care. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, this whatever. is our first time unpacking the race right here live. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We've texted a little bit, but it was minor stuff and we've never really, really unpacked it. So, uh, you know, yeah. I don't, he might surprise me with some stuff. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, so, well, so leading, leading, Leading into to, to love it, um, we had a strategy, um, you know, and uh, we did our chart, um, and I think we both had similar charts. So we, so, uh, <laughs> and we were shooting for about a 20, 21, 21 and a half hour pace. Um, and um, what you know, was just, your original? What was your original goal? My 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 original like just out overall goal. Time. Oh, your time original goal. time goal? Yeah, because I think it was it was not that ambitious at first. Yeah. Originally I just had like, I just put 24 hours on there just kind of yeah. as a, as a starting I wanted to do, cause it's a yep. hard course and, yep. and a lot of people don't do sub 24. And so that's kind of where I started. The trend and, is only one person breaks sub 24 every year and that's the winner. Yeah. So, and <laughs> yeah. so this, <laughs> this year, you know, two people did it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you were like, well, you know, we looked at Three. some past, yeah, yeah. Some past results and, and, and you were, you were like, yeah, you need to, you need to tighten that up a little bit, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, and, and, and I had planned on doing some more, but I, you know, um, but I appreciate that nudge, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. all right. You know, let's, you know, let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> well, if we go back, if we go back and look at those, those bonus miles, that was yeah. an extra, I think I, I did the math earlier, maybe 26, 27 minutes. Probably, probably, maybe. Yeah, I didn't, added, yeah I, didn't, I didn't look at it real good. It was a mile or two, something like that. I think it was yeah. two miles, and about 26, 27 minutes of extra, yeah. extra time, and you're at 20, 
to 29. So yeah, yeah, you're right there at that, that 22 hour mark. Yeah. And that's, that was kind of, yeah, but nothing ever goes, nothing ever <laughs> yeah. goes perfect though. <laughs> well, ex- ex- exactly. So, so that was our, you know, that was our goal. We set our, our charts and, and um, you know, kind of laid things out and that was our, you know, our strategy was to do that. However, as everybody knows, race day, <laughs> you know, so that not that many people do sub 24 and it, the weather can be nice and the weather wasn't so nice. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I got um, to share with you a little bit of that. You get to share with me a little bit of that, that bad weather. That was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun, man. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 um, so I was laughing looking at my, that chart because I had notes and, you know, reading other people's race reports and stuff. And there was the, there were all the, um, possible Creek crossing here, your feet might get wet. And, uh, so I have this little note feet might get wet here. And it's, <laughs> and like, looking back, it's hilarious. Cause it, cause of the rain before my feet just stayed wet. My feet were wet, the wet whole time. Yep. They stayed wet, you know? So it's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Creek crossings, uh, it was wet. We did, we, we, you know, had to deal with some mud. Um, it, it was mm-hmm. foggy. We didn't get the nice views that we normally would have gotten. And, um, uh, you remember so- looking up, looking out over that Vista and I was like, Oh man, look at that view. And you go, wow, look, look at those clouds. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, yeah. man. That's, I mean, you're already 70 plus miles into the race at this point. And I'm yeah. like, I don't think he's hallucinating. It's just that that does look like clouds. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 that's, that's the lake. That's the yeah. water. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my bad. It's a, a little island out there, yeah. not a mountain peak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of looked like some weird, it, did. it looked like weird clouds. So as yeah. soon as you said that, I thought, oh, you know what? It, it does look like we're really like looking out over some impressive mountain range. Yeah. So, above the so, clouds. So, uh, so for everybody, you know, listening, it looked anyway, it was foggy and I was a lot of miles into it. So it was, and I just glanced, I just glanced. So was, <laughs> yeah. You had to watch your feet. You definitely yeah, had to watch your feet. Yeah. Oh, so this is hilarious. Oh, well, well, so, uh, I want to get first impressions from you. We, uh, so we, yeah, started and, and I kind of, uh, Matt and I talked a little bit about, um, and I don't know if this will be before or after on, on here, but we talked a little bit about the race. I got some bonus miles at the beginning. Um, me and Brad were, were chatting along and, and we, we just, we missed the turn. Um, it was just a little bit of flagging hanging there and we kept going straight down the road. Um, and, um, and one of the things that, I, that was kind of neat is, um, talking about just, just knowing from experiences, you know, I I said out loud to Brad, like, okay, what's done is done. You know, um, we just got to, you know, keep going with your game, game plan. And he kind of panicked. I think he, and he posted on, um, you know, on his Facebook that that was one of the things that he did because he took off. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I think looking at my pace, I might've, I did up my pace a little bit at first until I kind of, okay, you know, yep. I need to back off. And, um, and so, uh, kind of sat back and just continued on. And, and, um, I, I think that, I mean, that really, that helped, you know, that just knowing yes. that, knowing that, Hey, we've got 90 something miles still to go and there's no yeah. need to, to rush. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, I was, I hated to hear that Brad blew up or, you know, pulled his muscle and all. Um, yeah. he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. But yeah, well, you're an experienced, you're an experienced racer. And you're, you're confident in your abilities and you've been in the situation before or similar ones, I'm sure. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I was at that point in time, I was tracking you through the, through the web tracker. Mm-hmm. And so I was on my phone and just, and, uh, then, then Jen, she texted me and said, he, he got some bonus miles. And I was like, Oh no, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. took a wrong turn, but 
I watched and I, and I knew that you were with Brad. I knew you were with somebody else. But I wasn't sure who else you were with, but I was, when I was tracking, I could tell that you and Brad were running all the same splits. Yeah. And then I saw he just, I mean, he took the lead. Yeah. You know, yeah. he caught up and he took the lead and was leading the race. And I, and I thought, Oh, I'm so glad David didn't do that. <laughs> I, said, I said it to, I said it to Patty. I said, I am so glad that he is just being conservative right now and playing this smart. He's not panicking. Yeah. So I could, I could see it through the tracker that you were, you were playing it smart. Well, and I was going to ask, you know, what were your, your thoughts when Jen told you, Hey, Hey, bonus miles. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> my, my initial thoughts were how, how many, how far off did you go? Did he pull my goggins and, and get 15 or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just, uh, and, and I think I may have asked her, you know, how were your spirits? And, you know, she said you were good. And so at at that point in time, and I I saw how conservative you were being with your, your following splits that I I could tell you weren't, you weren't stressed or worried about it and that you were going to be fine. Yeah. I had to, and this is just, just for, for anybody listening to, you have to make a conscious decision to, to, to accept it and, um, and just decide that, okay, you know, because I could, there's some, you know, stuff's just welling up like, ah, I gotta, I gotta, you know, and okay, no, no, this, you gotta start, you know, use your head and not get emotional about it. And uh, I had to make that decision. And so, man, I just encourage everybody to, you know, you, something's going to go wrong in a race. And, and I mean, it's, yep. it's going to happen and, you know, yep. you just have to keep a cool head and, and make wise decisions. And I want to tell you, cause uh, I saw Jen. And then when I saw her the next time um, you guys had conversed, cause I the only I think the only reason she knew I had bonus miles is cause I came in and said, I got some extra miles, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and then the next <laughs> one, she said, she said, Cliff said, you do, you know, don't panic. You're doing perfect. And even just those, those words, you know, it's like, okay, it was just confirmation. Like I, I knew I did the right thing, but it was, it's yep. always nice to hear somebody else say you did the right thing. You know, you're, you're doing, doing the right yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. You bet. Yeah. And you know, as you think, as you, cause man, that's a great nugget. You just threw out there as like, you know, things are going to go wrong. You just have to have the commitment and the choice beforehand to, to be able to accept yeah. And, and move on. And that's, you know, an exercise I think that we're going to implement as we go into the the triple crown is yeah. just sitting down and brainstorming, like what could possibly go wrong in these races? Yeah. Like what could possibly go wrong? Well, let's just, let's figure out like worst case scenario yeah. and let's just put it on the table. Yeah. Cause that's what <laughs> happened. Figure out what the worst case scenario is. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> let's figure out what the worst case scenario is. And then let's, um, you know, start putting together solutions for all these worst case scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the more things, the more surprises that we can eliminate, mm. the easier it is to make that commitment and make that choice on the spot. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That, that, that's, and yeah, well, I look forward to that because we can, I'm sure I can get creative with the things that can go wrong. We, yeah. that we can come up with. So, <laughs> so, so, um, so we, we met, uh, we, we met up at the, uh, at the start finish at the beginning, you got there and, uh, the weather was just, it was just funky and, you know, cause of COVID mm-hmm. couldn't hang out. It was just, it was just kind of a weird beginning, you know, of the race. And so I remember yeah. you and I having a conversation, um, talking about, um, uh, some, some, some things you read about, cause sometimes I get excited at the start finish and, uh, not all, not always, but I was able to just kind of keep calm. And, um, you know, some things that you read said that it's, you're better off if you stay calm and then you, you, 
you draw upon that excitement yeah. later on in the race when you need it. And so I remember that. Yep. And, and so I just, anytime the excitement wanted to well up too much, I just kind of, you know, all right, I'm glad to be here. It's good. Yep. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> <You know>? so, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So the, the psychological uh, approach to the, the internal and the external motivators. And so, you know, a lot of times we think before, um, you know, we look back on the high school sports, you know, we, we, we we're amping ourselves up yeah. and, you know, we're just like, ah, ready to go. You know, <laughs> it's like we're right around the hundred yard dash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is a hundred mile dash. So <laughs> we don't line. need to be amped up. We need to be doing the exact opposite. We need to go within. Um, we need to go internal and be able just to process our thoughts mm. to be able to kind of scan our body and, you know, pay attention to the vibrations in our body, how we feel and just really kind of have that calming effect so that we can settle into a good rhythm and a good pace and a good, uh, a good effort early on. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like you said, later in the race, you may need to, you know, punch yourself in the face and scream <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get, and get amped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and a great external motivator is maybe, you know, listening to music or mm-hmm. reciting your mantras that yeah. really tug on those emotional heartstrings and get you fired up. Yeah. So yeah, that's the, the internal and the, and the external motivators that you can kind of put in play relative to where you want to be in your headspace in the race. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and so I was able to, to, to be calm and just start the race like that. And it was kind of good. I like in ultras, like I ended up, I didn't, I hadn't met Brad before uh, we met right before. And so we just, we, we started visiting and we're talking, I was getting to know him. And I love that about ultras. Cause you're running at that yeah. pace where you're just getting to know folks, you know? And so, you know, mm-hmm. now, now, you know, we're friends, you know, and I hope we get to race yep. again. And, and um, anyway, so we chatting with different guys and talking about races and stuff. And so it keeps that, that, that calmness. And so the plan was you were supposed to go back to the cabin and get a good night's sleep because you were going to be meeting me bright and early to pace me. But every time I met with Jen, Cliff was still texting and, and, and watching the tracker and, and yep. seeing what was going on. So you probably didn't, you, 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 you didn't get much sleep either. What'd you say? You got about an hour or so? Yeah, I got 45 minutes of sleep. <laughs> nice, nice. At least you weren't running though. <laughs> so it's, I should have like paced, the, you know, I guess I couldn't pace the first 20. I should have just came out and cleared the whole thing. But. <laughs> you might've gotten more sleep just taking a nap in between. or you Exactly. Know? Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so my race, you know, it, it kind of unfolded. I, I kept going out and I kind of picked, picked some of the guys off that got ahead. And, and I was, you know, just, just running, running our, the race that we, that we planned, you know, as, as, as mm-hmm. much as I could trying to stay on top of nutrition and all. And then at mile, um, uh, what it was 78 and a half. Um, I, I, I got to, to meet you and 72, 72. Oh yeah. Yeah. 72. Yeah. And, uh, at a crazy aid station there where they were singing about chili dogs and trying to get me to your chili dog. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That song was on, that song was on repeat. So I heard it about 30 times before you showed up <laughs> and Jen played it a few times over here and it gets stuck yep. in your head. And, um, she even posted it on Facebook, but yeah. Um, Chris and Ronnie's aid station, it's always, chaos there Great from, time. From, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah beautiful chaos and, i was uh, so glad i met you at that aid station it was yeah. it was fun <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good one and so yeah. uh so what were your uh impressions you've, you've been getting texts from jen um and she went pick you up and so i came i come into the aid station you know mm-hmm. what were your honest impressions of of uh 
of, of what you observe there? Yeah. So, so first, um, I'm highly competitive as well. <laughs> and so I knew yeah. everything about the, the, the two guys and, you know, that were in front of you at the time yeah. and I did all my homework on them and, and, and searched out their Strava and their, their social medias <laughs> and made sure <laughs> I had a good understanding of them before we linked up. And so <clears throat> as they came in, I was telling Jim, okay, now this is so-and-so and this is so-and-so and this is <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, you know, obviously the guy that came in in first and, you know, he looked really strong and, and the guy that came in right in front of you, you know, there was, you know, I knew there was a good chance that, uh, we were, you were going to catch him. Yeah. And, um, so when you showed up, you showed up just right on time, mm. right. According to, right. According to the pace chart, I believe. Nice. And, yeah. um, so you came in, you looked strong and, uh, um, I knew that at that point that it was just, it was the home stretch and there was going to be some, <laughs> It's going to be some suffering to be had, but <laughs> yeah. you, you were looking, you were looking good and you were right on pace. And I yeah. knew, I knew that you were going to catch that second place. Right. And, um, based on the tracker, I, I thought that there, there could possibly be potential for you to still win the thing because you were gaining. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, uh, yeah. And, and it was kind of, I don't know, it's good to know, you know, know those things and, and have that little mm-hmm. extra, like, you know, Hey, Clip believes in me, you know, and, and so, you know, it just gives you that extra little mental boost in, 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 in running, you know, while we're going. And so we take off down the trail and less, okay. Before that, I, I stayed upright the whole time. We get less than a quarter of a mile down the trail. I mean, it was right there. And I just, just did it. I just yes. Superman in the mud. <laughs> so, so, so uh, what was your reaction to that? I was too busy being embarrassed. Like, what was, like oh, uh, well, you gotta, you gotta remember that my, my training partner falls when we go out on the trails, he falls okay. like eight to 10 times Okay, all right, like all right. per 20, per 20 miles. And so I, I didn't even think anything of it. I just wanted okay, to make right. sure you were okay. And okay. I think you caught yourself actually. Yeah. So, I mean, you fell, but you, you fell and pretty much did a, you know, a good looking push up and <laughs> <you know, laughs> nice. pulled it off really nicely. Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I <laughs> didn't think much of it at all. Okay. Well, good, good. Cause I was, you know, I did catch it with my hand pretty good. And you're like, you know, when you, when you hit yep. your palm and it kind of goes numb a little bit and you're like, ah, crud, yeah. it was full of mud. And, and then, uh, I think I told you, I said, you missed your opportunity to run up and do safe. And you know what, let's just celebrate for a moment that you, you ran the love at 100 and didn't twist an ankle. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we need to we need to talk about that because that's <laughs> yeah. a, that, that's huge. Um, I was concerned. I mean, it was a legitimate. I, I think I told you before that that was in my head um, mm-hmm. because I, I turned my ankle a few times during training, and and I didn't. Right. Um, I mean, I shared. I would share with you when I twisted it, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't share. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there was some good swelling. I, 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 oh man! I, I, didn't, I didn't. But but like uh, I've I've done. You know I've turned my ankle pretty bad at mile like nineteen of um, Lugaru, and and then I finished the race. And and yep. um, but so I kind of know where my yeah. you know. And so yep. even with training, I was just careful. That's why I may have had a little bit more treadmill miles because I was I just I, you know I needed to do that to be able to train. Mm-hmm. So I was concerned, you know, and, um, even when you and I ran at devil's mm-hmm. den, um, I, I had turned it just a little bit and there was a little bit of swelling after, you know, but it was like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. so I was concerned and right before I almost made a mistake, but coach cliff kept me from doing it. I was going <laughs> to tape it, I, you know, and 
Jen looked at me and said, you hadn't done this in, you know, trained with this tape on your foot. And I looked at Cliff. I was like, ah, Cliff's right there. <laughs> I said, what you think, coach? And he said, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, you know, honestly, I was so concerned. I was telling people, like, you know, my, my, my brothers and sisters at church and stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, when I, hey, pray for my race. Pray for my ankles specifically. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's in the pre-race you know, warning of, you know, come with, with ankles of, of steel, I believe is, you know, the, the slogan yeah, and uh, yeah. with, with good reason, it's, it's a tough, you know, technical Rocky course. Yeah. And, uh, and if I remember correctly, the week of when we had our conversation leading into the race, that was your, your number one concern. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then given the, the training, the training cycle with the, with the couple, you know, twisted ankles. And so, yeah, huge, huge win to, yeah, yeah. to, to go through the hundred mi- grueling hundred miles and no twisted ankles. Yeah. Only a, only a minor, a minor, you know, baseball slide. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I'll, t- I'll, I'll take that any day, man. That was good. Yeah. So, um, so you and I took off and I mean, to be honest, you know, from, from my perspective, I, mm. a lot of it was, is a blur, you know, yep. um, I was, I was pretty, you know, and everybody listening, you know, you get deep into it and you're just kind of, um, operating on instinct, trying to, trying to be on top of things. And, uh, so what were your, as we, as we kind of cruised along, um, Mm -hmm. and this was your first time really like pacing me. Um, I don't know what, what were your thoughts along the way and, uh, how were you, you know, managing your runner? (laughs) Yeah, you bet. So first thing I want to say is, is that you, you know, cause you shared with me later that you were, you were in the, in the pain cave. Yeah. And, Man, you, you got a poker face. Like you, you don't know it when you're suffering. I, no one else knows it. When you're well, suffering. That's probably good. If, you know, especially on out and backs, when people see me, you know, you try to catch yeah. somebody, that'd be good. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because I, th- I think that I had to pry it out of you. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to, to kind of get any kind of feedback of anything that could be potentially negative <laughs> because you just, you rid yourself of all negativity and it's, it's an amazing, an amazing characteristic and amazing strength and skill set that you have, um, you know, regarding your mindset and that, and, and you live by that, but that, that carries over into your racing and your training. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you shared with me too, when we were out on that five hour run together at devil's den, which, which is, you know, that's a harder that's a harder course than, than love it. Yeah. And, um, you know, you said you went through a little dark phase there and I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, as far as I know, we were just carrying on normal conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you, you hide it really well. Um, which means that you internalize it mm. and you process it and then you manage it. Yeah. And so you have a really good system internally to, to process and manage that, that pain. So I noticed that right off the bat. Cause I knew that, um, I knew you had to be hurting. I mean, you were yeah. 70 plus miles into this race. You were sitting in third place. You, um, at the time, and yeah. I, I knew you had to be hurting with that kind of pace on that kind of course. Yeah. And so I was trying to get out of you. And, <laughs> and uh, so, but, uh, yeah, so just really impressed by your, by your mindset and your, your strength, as far as that goes, that's the first thing that I noticed, um, that you had a lot left in the tank emotionally and physically. <laughs> didn't, didn't feel it as much. I know. Physically, but <laughs> I didn't feel like it, but here's yeah. something really, really cool. So what was your pace for that? 
for that hundred. It was uh, over thir- thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. So, 12. Yeah. yeah, something like that. You know what you ran the last thirty miles? What, what was it? I didn't even look at it yet. <laughs> a fourteen ten. Oh wow! You did not fall off the pace. Yeah, <laughs> that last. Yeah, that last marathon was strong. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, you were you were just moving steady. You you ran a smart race. And you were strong. And I think, I think that, that obviously that's, there's a lot of that because of the mental strength that you have to just continue to move forward. And yeah. you've proven that in previous races, I yeah. think physical capacity. Um, I'll have to go back and look at some of your other hundreds that you have on file. Yeah. But I, I think that that higher volume that you put in, in this training cycle, it made you really strong late in the race. Yeah. And, and you overtook, you know, second place yeah. and you were, you were, you were gaining on, on first place. You just, you just need another 200 miles. If it was yeah. a 200, man, it, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd have had it. You would have been, you would have been the only one finishing. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what was, uh, I remember you asking me uh, about a check-in and, and I had, um, I did have a weird thing on the front of my, um, mm-hmm. uh, ank- I guess ankle calf area, like the front, the shin area. And, and, and I, I remember telling you, I have this thing going on on the left in the front and it hurts, but it's, it uh, it's not going to slow me down and I'm going to limp around for a few days afterwards. And yeah, I limped around for a few days after because of that, <laughs> that stupid thing. I don't know yep. what it, I don't know, you know what exactly what it was. I think I just going down. Some of those downhills were so steep oh, downhills. And, yep. Yeah. But, um, but I, I don't know. Um, I guess, you know, you, you get to a point where you kind of know, okay, this is something I really need to take care of or yeah, this is, this is something I can't really do anything about it. It's not going to, permanently damage anything. And, you know, if it gets worse, I'll check in and see what I need to do. But, um, so that was, that was the, one of my, those ailments. Um, Mm -hmm. I do remember, um, you just tore, especially toward the end, some of the, I mean, some of the inclines were, were steep and we hit a 20%, 23% grade, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them were steep with in Rocky. And, um, I do, I do remember the, um, pushing forward but just get to some of those steps got slow and and mm-hmm. and i was come on legs like just you know trying to <laughs> trying to get you know some yeah. re- response out of my body and um um that was tough and 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 i think you know those are those are probably some things that uh, i want to work on you know to I, I you know feel a little stronger on on climbs and and yep. all um i mean i was you know 80 mm-hmm. miles, 80 something, 90 miles in, but, um, yeah. but you know, just did the, I like, one of the things I like is, as I learn from every race and, you know, Hey, maybe this, here's something I can work on, you know, tangible yeah. that I can. So, um, yep. uh, nutrition, what did you think about, um, uh, uh nutrition? My, <laughs> I know, I think I might've messed up a little bit there. Uh, could have done a little better there for, toward the end. Yeah. I don't know that you messed up. I think you just got into that, that zone of just like, you're just ready for everything to be done. You're probably, yeah. your gut's probably tired of just being fed. And, yeah. um, you know, it wasn't a matter of messing up. I wouldn't say it's just, um, you know, I, I was having to, I, I was just noticing cause I was, I was sucking down a gel every 30 minutes and I, you know, we'd go over an hour without you eating. So I'd have to check in like, Hey, yeah. you know, let's get yeah. in some calories. Let's get in some calories. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and I think that was just, you know, 
um, something that you're going to have to stay on top of, you know, within these two hundreds is just eating when you're not hungry. Yeah. Make sure you, you stay on schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, that's really all, uh, you know, that's that, that late in a race. <laughs> it's it's yeah. hard to keep, just trying to, yeah. just <laughs> it's hard to, to keep done. up with that. It's hard to keep up with that schedule. You know, if yeah. you're, if you're pounding 300 calories an hour, yeah, you, you're sick eating. Yeah. And one of the things about the 200s that's kind of uh, interesting is the, um, and, and I, I use it as a strategy is really just at the aid stations, planning a lot of time, enough mm-hmm. time to, to eat a hamburger, you know, like really, yep, you, you know, get a meal in a full, a lot mm-hmm. of calories. And then you just kind of do maintenance along the way. And uh, so, so it's a little different uh, strategy, but um, yeah. So it'll be a lot different, a lot different strategy yeah, for, yeah. for the 200s. Cause you're, you're replacing meals. Yeah. You know, you need to have meal times and yeah. you got to then account for the, you know, the jostling and like you yeah. said, the extra time in aid stations and <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so uh, you and I, we, we, we kind of just, you know, cruised along. I did. I don't, I don't think I spent too much time uh, at aid stations. I mean, no. of course my perception was a little, but I, I'd always try to be mindful and be like, okay, we got to get out of here. <laughs> you know? No, no. Um, yeah. You were, you were flying through aid stations. Okay. You, you weren't spending much time there at all. Um, okay. and, and, you know, I, I knew from the time you got into Brady mountain, when, when we checked in, I think that's probably the one you spent the most time at. Yeah. And it, that wasn't very long, but I knew that, for the next 27, 28 miles that you, you were going to continue flying through those. Cause you were on a mission. Yeah. We were, we were on a hunt. We had, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we had a podium to chase. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Or, 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 up, up a notch. Yeah. Moving up the podium. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no. And then, um, you know, I guess and then when we, of course the rain hit and um, we talked a little bit about that and that, um, yeah. that was a, uh, that was a good little, good downpour. And um, I had, yeah. I was thinking and, you know, not thinking clearly. And at one of the aid stations, I left my, my raincoat that I carried the whole way and I left it <laughs> thinking, Oh, we're good. We're going to finish before the rain starts. <laughs> and uh, um that sweet, sweet lady at the aid station handed yeah. me her, her frog tog. She said, Oh, it's throw away. And I was like, oh, I can't. And she's like, no, just take it. I got another one. And I was like, wow, that's that was so nice of her. I thought you knew her. You're like, no, I never met her before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I just, I just met her. And that was that's what's so awesome about our community. Yeah. That was amazing. And so that helped a lot. You know, I, I could mm-hmm. run it wet, but it was nice to be a little, a little drier, yeah. but I yeah, did that notice. Rain was cold. <laughs> yeah. I did notice we both got a little quiet for a while. Yep. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was not, you know, the race wasn't cold itself. It was 40 mid forties, yeah. low forties, yeah. I think, but, but that were... rain, it, it, it came pouring down hard, you know, especially as we got out into the forest road yeah. and we didn't have any cover. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it was just beating down on us. Yeah. That's when we got really quiet. Cause that, that rain was, was really cold. <laughs> yeah. What else are you going to say? It's cold. It's just wet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and thankfully we had that really amazing aid station. The last one. Yes. And we came through up there at um, Hickory, Hickory Nut. Yeah. Those guys, those guys were awesome. Are, they were awesome, dude. I, yeah. You know what I like about you? And, and I looked, I, I saw some of those other guys commenting on some of those. They were ultra runners and, and yep. looking at them, but they were like, they were checking in like eye contact, you know, like, yep. and, and mm-hmm. looking and, and, you know, excited yep. and meaning it, you know, <laughs> it, it that's right. Good. They were. Yeah. And yeah. then, and they knew us. And so that was, you know, made it extra cool. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh man. Yeah. That was Hot soup was amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I drank so much uh, broth and stuff that my, uh, my fingers were like 
swollen sausages toward the, you know, toward the end. So I got, I de- definitely got my electrolytes in at last yep. 10 miles. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we get, we did get quiet there for a section. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then after uh, hickory nut, we thought, uh, oh, all downhill. It's going to be smooth. And and we thought pavement. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we ran on our, it was a rocky technical river. going down. Yes. And, and it wasn't all downhill. <laughs> No, yeah. no, that was a little bit of a curveball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I should have been more prepared. To- <laughs> I, I should have known. I ran on it on the way out, but uh, you know, I remember you asking me, "Was was it like this on the way out, or what, what, what about yeah. this?" And I'm like, "I don't remember, man. I was just, I, that was a long time ago." <laughs> yeah, and it was at night, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that five uh, that five o'clock uh, evening start was interesting. Yeah, that was uh so talking with Matt, he uh he was able to get there and he stayed up way late uh the night before that day oh. and then so he could sleep into the next mm-hmm. day and I was like, that's that's you know and I, I couldn't yep. do it cuz of the way we had to travel but but that messed with me. I, I you know, I have to I, I was falling asleep uh, on on yeah. Bear Mountain for part of it and uh mm-hmm. just the nature of it, you know. Yeah, and that's something that you know I could have done I've kind of done a better job in, in, in planning. Um, we did plan, we did plan a night long run. I think it was whenever you were actually visiting your parents and the plan was to start at 5 PM and run through the night. Yeah. But I think that was the same week and you twisted your ankle. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) And we didn't get to, we didn't get to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I don't know, here's something, I don't know, uh, share with everybody too like we had a few hiccups with i had some life stuff going on here that that one week derailed one of my one of my long training weekends and Mm -hmm. you know i just had to had to had to be accessible to my family and um and then you know turning ankles and so um yeah it's kind of like an training is like the ultra you know it doesn't always go according to plan absolutely yeah kind of like you i mean your training's been going great and you you know mm-hmm. you had a covid shot and now you know yeah. now you, now you kind of you know I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, you just you just got to deal with it you know it's, that's yeah. right you just have to you have to be able to adapt and you know i think that's one of the benefits of, of people working you know with with yourself and with me is that's where a coach can really come in handy is because life does happen. And, you know, a coach can, can come in and say, okay, like we we're going for a certain um, adaptation and we need a certain amount of, you know, training stimulus. And so um, because, you know, things have changed doesn't mean we can't still accomplish that goal. We just have to refigure and rework it to accomplish, you know, to get, to get the same end goal. And so we were able, we were able to, to work around all those, run all those things and it didn't have any, any negative outcomes whatsoever. Yeah. Well, and you, and you had, um, you know, the, the way you had my training structured was I was getting, I was getting all that I needed and, and plus some, you know, so it was good, you mm-hmm. know, it was, yep. I felt confident, you know, in, in what I was able to, to do looking back, yep. you know, like we did before we looked back at the, at the training log and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it, it paid off. Yeah. That's what I love about it. You, you get out of it, what you put into it. And that's so, right. You know? Um, so, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we, we dealt with the rain and then that last little bit, even when we got to the pavement, 
there was that what is it like 23 percent incline or something like that yeah, that was ridiculous like, i don't remember going down that at the beginning I was just, <laughs> I was like, and i'm thinking you know once we hit pavement it's gonna run the whole way yeah no, mm-hmm. we just gonna, yeah it was right. the, the hills didn't stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh boy i tell you yeah, i don't know every the finish line always is beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it was a, it was an impressive performance man it really uh, was well i i i thank you for for preparing me and then and then for being there and uh just just the words of encouragement you know uh, every time you you said something you know while we were running you know hey that was a good um uh, i think you said it was a good um i no, i i had a nice little burst or something. And, and then you, yeah. know, you, you said, uh, you know, good job. I was feeling good for a little while having fun on the trails and, you know, just any of that, you know, it, it just mm-hmm. positivity, man. It, it's, it's good. good. It keeps, keeps the negative from creeping in and um, makes that shines a light in the pain cave. So <laughs> that's right. It's all about, it's all about what you want to focus on. You know, there's, there's plenty of, you know, you can focus on the demons or you can focus on the angels. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> let's, let's focus on, let's focus on those angels. Well, man, um, any, is there anything else that we, um, you know, on the race that we could, uh, bring out or anything that you, uh, I don't know, a lesson learned or something else we can, I can learn from. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think, I think just the the big, the big takeaway is, is just continue. Um, well, you know, as far as the positives goes, man, there's so many, like, you know, we look, we've covered some, we've covered them and I'm sure we can cover many more, but just, the, the, the mentality, the, um, the, the tenacity, the, um, the patience that you showed when, you know, things got off, literally off course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, the patience and that you showed, um, because of the confidence that you had just self-efficacy is like one of the major contributing factors to success at these ultra distances. How sure of yourself are you? How confident of yourself are you? And I think, you know, I've shared with you before my, my definition of confidence is just self-confidence is your belief in yourself to figure things out. Yeah. And so when, th- when, when I take a wrong turn and I run an extra two miles, do I believe <laughs> within myself that I can figure this out and get through it? And yeah. if the answer is a resounding yes, and that's confidence. Yeah. And so you, you displayed that confidence throughout the entire hundred miles. Hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's a huge thing that, um, you know, a lot of that is just your natural hardwiring. A lot of that is your growth and development that you've poured into, you know, in your life. And then, um, <clears throat> And then the other, the other thing is the, uh, the, the physical aspect. Yeah. I think you have, um, even more in the tank, which is exciting because <laughs> we did one solid five, we did a five month training cycle. And do, do we want to talk about that? Yeah, we can you want yeah. Me to go into that. Yeah. Okay. We can. Yeah. We, can, we can go into that. And so that we did a solid five month training cycle. And I think that as you, you talk or, or going into these two hundreds, it's going to be different. Um, it's going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be similarly structured in the same way. Mm-hmm. But I think that you're going to see just, um, a really big difference by the time you're going into that, as far as your fitness goes relative yeah. to where you are now. So that's exciting. Build. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the training, how we structured it. Um, and so what we did is we looked at, we looked at love at 100 and we said, okay, what is this race going to require of you? So we know that, well, from a physiological perspective, um, when we look at 
your cardiovascular fitness or your energy systems. Mm -hmm. We know that it's going to be, it, it's ultra. So it's, it's aerobic dominant. And so we have to be, you know, and really good aerobic fitness. That's what every, every ultra runner thinks going into a race. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so we know that for sure. Yeah. So the focus leading up the last, I think we did a 10, a 10 week block, I believe leading up to the race of endurance training, yeah. whereas the higher volume, slower pace race specific, I call it an endurance block, but it's also a race specific phase yeah. because we're also accounting for all the other specifics fine tuning your nutrition plan, your hydration plan. We got that sweat rate test, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> we are accounting for the terrain and the surface. And that was a big challenge, right? Yeah. That's a big challenge living in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So <laughs> you, know, you got, <laughs> you got Turkey mountain. <laughs> yeah. And, but really the target was like 150 to 180 feet of change per mile. Yeah. Um, not change hundred feet of gain yeah. gain yeah, and loss. Yeah. Gain per mile. And so, that that's really hard to replicate at, at Turkey. I think you have a little section you can do some repeats on, but it's hard yeah. to do that for five hours. Right. Yeah. So, yes. in yes. <laughs> um, the technicality, you can kind of replicate that Turkey mountain. If I understand correctly, it's pretty, mm -hmm. it can be pretty technical there too. Yeah. So that that's good. So it's just as much exposure that we could getting out there to Turkey mountain and training on a similar environment that you were going to face or prime example, coming out to devil's den and yeah. running with me that was on good. a very tough, rocky, you know, terrain. I think the elevation profile may match Lubbock perfectly, if I'm not mistaken. I, I yeah, when, when I was running Lubbock, I was thinking, man, this is pretty, pretty close. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really good, solid five hour, you know, training run that was about as specific as you can get to yeah. race. And so yeah. we're just, that whole phase, we're just focusing on those, on those specific things that are going to be required of you in race day. Yeah. But we, didn't train just for 10 weeks, right? We had a five month training block. So what did we do for those other you know, two and a half, three months? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's really more of like general conditioning or um, where we're, we're training different aspects of your energy systems. We're training um, things that are still important, but not as important. Yeah. So for example, um, VO2 max, your, your, your ability to, to consume and utilize oxygen. Mm -hmm. Um, that's still important, <laughs> Yeah. It's, but you're no, you're, you're not approaching anywhere near VO2 max intensity, you know, in a yeah. hundred mile race. Yeah. And so, you know, most ultra runners understandably never train at that type of intensity where it's like, you know, that, that type of intensity is where you can basically speak one word per breath. And it's yeah. usually a four letter word, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's hard. It's lung burning. It sucks. It's yeah. yeah. And so, um, so that's the least specific thing. So that's kind of the bookends of your training. We did mm -hmm. VO2 max to start yeah. and we finished with the endurance and in the middle sandwiched in is really where you actually get your biggest, biggest adaptations. And that's when the lactate threshold block, mm -hmm. yeah. I believe we did an eight week block, I think yeah. for that. Good well. And so that's, you know, that lactate threshold, that's your upper limit. Um, that is very important for ultra running. That's your sustainable effort mm -hmm. that, that you can, that you can run at before your body hits that, that turning point of accumulating so much blood or so, so much lactic acid, uh, lactate in your blood in that it spills over and you can't clear it and process it and reuse it for energy. Yeah. And so you kind of just think about a water, you know, a glass of water, 
and if that's filled with, with lactate and you're hitting uh, effort so hard that that lactate builds up in that, that glass and it spills over well, you're on borrowed time. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now that can say, Oh, Oh, that's what happens when I bonk. <laughs> like when I take out too hard and I hit that wall really hard, that's because you've, you know, reached and gone above your lactate threshold. That's not sustainable for, for a long period of time. But yeah. when we train it, we raise it, we improve it. Mm. And so we spent eight solid weeks training that. So really the, the training block, the, the whole cycle looked like we started VO two max That's low volume, low mileage, but extremely high intensity. Yeah. We went into lactate threshold where the volume started increasing. We started improving and uh, building out the long runs the intervals were longer, but mm. at a slower, you know, slower, uh, easier, a little bit easier effort. It's still really hard, yeah. but not yeah. as hard as VO two max. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're still, they hurt yeah, yes, <laughs> because, they they're still so, because they're so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and then when we get into the endurance phase, it's the lowest intensity and the highest volume, which is the most specific to your race. So yeah. really the whole thing, least specific progressing to the most specific mm. in every aspect. It was, yeah. It, and, and it, it works, you know, it works. It, yeah. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> it's science. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's science. And, uh, I finished the race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You got, you got anecdotal evidence right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's really going to be fun is that when we retest you on your, your lactate threshold test, don't so even say that. I don't even want to know that hurts so bad. <laughs> so you'll have one of those coming back up, but we, we may wait a little bit. We may, we may do a VO two max phase and then test you. Yeah. I've you got some got, races. Yeah. Some got, races yeah. coming up that we got to fit in. So yeah. Yeah. Got a 50 miler in a little bit. So it's like, yep. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, anyway, somebody said, you, are you going to race it? It's like, I don't know yet. We'll see how this hip does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, man. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward though to, you know, to, to, like you said, to build upon this. I mean, I think, I think this, this race and um, is that a good time to, mm. to, to build, have an A race, you know, go all out. And then, you know, I'll have these other races and we can, you know, we can figure out whether I need to run hard or not, but, but then begin yeah. building upon what we just made for the triple. Mm -hmm. And so, man, it's a, it's a That's good, true. good foundation to, for this year, you know, to go into that. And uh, I, yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. And you think about that, you know, the race specificity training that we did with the 400 and how different that might look for, for a 200. Yeah. It's just, it'll, for, it'll be long, longer and slower for three different 200s. How we're going to three different 200s. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the good thing about it, all three of them have, you know, rocks and climbs. And so yep. replicate a lot of that fun. That's right. <laughs> yep. We got a good game plan in place. I've got, I've got the, uh, the long range plans built out. And so nice. Well, we'll, we can go through that in the, in a different call. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, um, well, I just want to say, you know, for anybody that's listening, if, if, uh, if, if you're looking for a coach, somebody that cares, and that's what my wife said, uh, said Cliff is invested in this. Cause she, she was like, he's, he's texting. He's, I said, no, he's, I told you he's, you know, cause she hadn't met you before this or maybe met oh, you yeah, real briefly, right. real briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Real briefly. And I was like, Hey, Cliff's a good dude. Um, 
you know, this is going to, cause she's, you know, like I said, she's like, why do you need a coach? You coach it. And I was like, Hey, that's right. That's right. I, and I said, I said, I want to, I want to up this. And, and so anyway, after she's spent some time with you and met you, she's like, yeah, I, I see what you, okay. You know, it's a, okay, good. It's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. She's, passed, on, she's, I, yeah, she's on board. I got, the, I, I got her stamp of approval. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, good deal. But, well, but I want, but I want, definitely want to say that for anybody listening, you know, you, you're looking for a coach. Uh, you want somebody that, that, that's going to look out for you and take care of you and, and, and help you with your goals. Not only you're, you're, uh, in racing, but in life, uh, man, look Cliff up, you know, um, thank you. Just, just, I highly recommend him as a, as a coach and as a, as a friend, <laughs> you, you need a thank friend. <laughs> I'll just... be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Cliff, thanks so much. And, uh, you know, we'll be unpacking some, some things coming up and, uh, definitely yep. we'll get you on as we're building for the, for the triple crown. And, uh, we'll get to share, share the journey with everybody, man. It's fun. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. All right, man. It always is. That's why, we, always, that's, why, yep. that's why we keep doing it. <laughs> and you've got Traveler at the end of this yes. year, and I'm pumped about that October. for you, man. You're going to crush yes. it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for you to be there. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Well, I guess we need to get off so we can go uh, take care of our, our kids and stuff. I hear mine making right. noise. And just, <laughs> okay. uh, I, think I've well, got, I think I got a steak waiting on me. So. All right. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and hit stop on this recording right now. All right, man. All right. For the last perspective, we've got my honey, Jennifer. All right. So for a third perspective on the Love It 100, we have my crew chief uh, slash total crew extraordinaire uh, slash wife, Jennifer. And... She's here. She stayed up all night, just about, I think, all night. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. stayed up all night uh, crewing me, making sure I had what I needed at the aid stations. Even crew even ended up at one of the aid stations that she wasn't supposed to end up at. <laughs> but, but, but she took care of me, made sure everything was good. So, uh, Jen, I would like for you to provide your perspective on, you know, how the race went and how, um, you know, what, what you saw. Um, so everybody's heard from, from kind of my perspective when I talked with Matt, we talked with Cliff when Cliff showed up at, uh, you know, to pace me the last 27 miles. And so, um, let's start from the beginning. So, well, David, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, this race from a crew perspective was pretty easy, um, mentally and physically, um, as far as being a wife, it was easy mentally because I got to see you. You know, they weren't really far spaced out, so that was nice. And so I got to see you and, and know you were okay. Um, as far as the the rest stops, they were well equipped. The people there were very nice. Um, directions were kind of poopy in some <laughs> at a couple of them but that was pretty easy too because i mean it was you hit them one time and then you hit them on the way back um so it, it was a good race i mean you look good the whole time that eases my mind <laughs> and um the one thing is i'm so glad that we used a pacer because um you mentioned i i didn't sleep but as soon as I dropped off Cliff to pace you, I guess my mind was able to rest. So I, uh, I finally slept a little bit till your mom came on my window. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> she do that. But I, um, I really like having to pace her with you, especially someone like Cliff. He's a nice guy, and he genuinely cares, yeah. and he knows what he's doing. So that was. That was a real load off my mind. So if he could just come to the, <laughs> the, the Triple Crowns, um, then I'd be just fine. Um, other than that, I mean, you're pretty easy to pace. Or not pace. <laughs> because I'm so fast. Um, you're pretty easy to crew because you're very organized. I, um, you have a bag for every aid stop. You have, you know... You have everything mapped out. You have everything printed out. So I don't know that most crews are that lucky as far as it's almost um, stupid, simple. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so it was, but yeah. Well, well, so so one of the things that you, um, you know, Jen's... uh, crewed me before for the Tahoe 200 and for a small portion of the of the Moab 240 and Western, uh, Western States but but well, what I'm saying for for the 200s I and mean, there's so much time before the aid station between aid stations like there'll be 8 hours before you know she'll get to see me at another crude station sometime and sometimes there's no cell access and anyway so from this you know at this race at, at the Love It I mean there was you know, I got to see her pretty often and um so um, and and compa- I guess compared to Western states, I, I felt like like in Western states, and they they warn you ahead of time that uh, when you see your runner, you're gonna be coming out of a big climb and you're gonna look rough. And I and I think I think you got to see me a little rough at Western states, but for this one, pretty much when I saw you, I was in good spirits. I think and and yeah, I mean, if someone didn't know you ran like seventy something miles when I saw you, they had no idea. They you looked about like what I look like on mile two. So, <laughs> so, but, you know, you train a lot and I, I think that you were pretty physically prepared for this. Um, you work your butt off. I mean, it's, it's amazing because I think these athletes are pretty awesome that can break all these records. But the fact that you have a full-time job, that you do coaching, that you're a dad and a husband, I, I just think is, and yet you still find time to do this is is pretty amazing and you don't do shortcuts i mean you're up at four o'clock in the morning when you need to be i uh probably won't see you till two o'clock on a saturday on your (laughs) but it's a it's a golly you're you're impressively dedicated not enough to motivate me but (laughs) (laughs) somebody got a crew somebody got a crew there you go there you go well and and and, you know with the triple crown coming up jen's you know i need some crew i need some help so um but for this one for love it yeah and i I just echo that that you know all the aid stations man they were even with covid you know they had protocols in place they were man the people there at every aid station even the ones jen was was able to meet me at and others the 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 people there were you could tell they knew what they were doing they cared um they were awesome except one because there was this one aid station that daniel arnold was at (laughs) and he was my friend until that day and time but he's not anymore and he knows why so uh so daniel arnold is is a friend of mine we met uh doing arkansas traveler and i almost caught him uh i made him sprint hit the last quarter of a mile uh at arkansas traveler i believe that was 2017 i think think or yeah and then um and and then he won it in 2000 
18, uh, but I was a month out of uh, Tahoe 200. Anyway, good guy. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> he was having a... Uh, he wasn't able to run, so he was celebrating a lot just being there. And um, y- are you going to you gonna say what he said? He thought I was your mom. He, I came into the aid station at Charlton, and uh, he said, your mom, it's your mom's here. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I thought he was, I thought they were teasing each other. And Jen said, excuse me? And I was like, okay. <laughs> so anyway, Jen gave him a hard time. And, uh, he but knows. he he wasn't an official aid station person. He was just visiting he was just and hanging out. He was there to be out. a butthole. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but but really everybody it was well organized um, and they did a great job. Dustin and his wife do awesome with the. the they, that was that was good. They had their phone number. I actually did call them one time, and Dustin answered the phone right away. And he's like, "Oops, um, um, shout out to the awesome rate that my favorite aid station of all time ever." Um, where Blakely Road. Blakely Road. Um, <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. Chris and Ronnie uh, do a fantastic job there. Oh, my God. I've never heard so many farts in one day. (laughs) Um, Cliff was there with me for a while, and we're just like, oh, my gosh. Um, And I think, from what I understand, Chris purposely ate something that would give him the um, fuel for this. (laughs) Yeah. And I think think Cliff and I mentioned it. uh, I think that's the first time I've ever been offered a chili dog at an aid station. And, you know, when you were, I don't know, I was, yeah, I had 27 miles to go. And there was no way I was eating a chili dog without my stomach felt at that time. I don't know how anybody turned it down, honestly, because, (laughs) I I mean, with... are you gonna play an expert of uh, excerpt of Ronnie's song for everybody? Yeah, I will close out the podcast like right after this part because this is gonna be the tail end, and I will close it out with um, with that song because I think that's. I mean, to me, it just makes me want a chili dog. Yeah, um, it didn't. It didn't for me. And, and to go the tasty freeze, um, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, that was super fun. But they were they were all fun at the aid stops. There was um, there was service everywhere, which most everywhere. Because I start getting nasty grams from your fans as soon as I don't update or they can't see where you are. It's it's, it's pretty sweet though because um, people that never knew about running or cared or um, knew it was a thing, especially ultra running um, from from church or, or just from people we know. I'll watch you do these things and they are so involved. We have people that have nothing to do with running that will stay up <laughs> all night tracking you or wake up at certain times wanting to know how you're doing and at Tahoe when I didn't ha- I had 12 hours I didn't have service and good grief those people were losing their minds because <laughs> they couldn't but um, it's 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 pretty neat that you got so many people that even people you really don't know that are that care about this and watch you guys because it is something cool that not everybody could do yeah, you know? yeah i mean even if they did have the time um to want to be that dedicated to to that is is something special <laughs> <laughs> yeah well well i do i do appreciate you know everybody who um who follows along and and supports and I, it, it it means a lot you know and and i i feel it you know uh, and honestly, when it, when I DNF'd at um, uh, did not finish um, from Moab, 
that was one of the things that was, I think I said something to Jen about it when I knew we were going to have to pull the plug and I'm like, you know, so many people were following, you know, but, um, and Autumn's like, you were on channel six works for you or something. Yeah. 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 The local news channel had a, had an article. Yeah. And so, and then I crashed and burned, but anyway, but you know, when, when we do things like this, it's hard. Um, and the, the there, pros don't finish probably, well, they probably yeah. finish maybe 75% if mo- at most of their runs, even the professionals. Well, and it, it's, it's one of the draws of what we do that it's, it's, it's hard and there's always a chance of failure, you it's know? the hard that makes it great. That's it. That's we should it. put that line in a movie. If it was, <laughs> if it was <laughs> easy, if it was easy, everybody would do it, yep. you know? There so you go. anyway, but, um, so, so. I mean, from the races you you've been, the hundred milers that you've been at in crude, um, you know this. The, um, was this one of the one of the good experiences on your end? Yes, this was a this was an easy one. Um, even with the COVID restriction, it's it's kind of weird because you're not as like before. You you get a lot closer with the people yeah. in the aid station because you're there for hours sometimes, um, talking to each other and uh, yeah. And, but it it was it was good, and they took care of you, and you were actually fairly low maintenance this time too, because I know um, there's a lot of times that you just came in and got the stuff that you had me um, that I had for you for you for you for you for, yeah, you, for you and didn't yeah. you laugh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it it helps that you're so prepared. So and I know that. Um, with your coaching services, you should probably offer to do your aid station helping for like the crew for people as a part of your add-ons <laughs> because <laughs> between you and Cliff, you guys are go are nerds. Yeah. Wow, it's crazy spreadsheet mania. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it helps. It helps. You guys are yes. There's well, a lot of um, for the people who think you just t- put on some shoes and go run. There's so much. Other well, stuff you, that go when you get to your level, yeah. you can just do. You can yeah. just because, like when we met, I was just running like five k marathons. Five k marathons, <laughs> yes, the five k marathon, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, the bigger you get, the more preparation and the, and the um, stuff you have to you have to know your body. You have to you know, the food, the water. The it's it's a lot of science. Yeah, into well, it. and part of it with the COVID restrictions, I wanted to make it where I was kind of almost, you know, I mean, I, I say self-reliant, but, you know, with knowing you were going to be there, I didn't have to do a lot to get a lot from them. Um, and I didn't know, I didn't know how restricted the aid stations were going to be and all that. And they, they were great. Um, but I was able to just to kind of get in and out pretty quick. Sometimes I feel guilty about you know, when I'm trying to get in and out like, quick, but I had some people to catch, you know, yeah. like you're waiting all that time. And I come in and it's like, hey, give me this, give me this. And I'm out. You know? but I, I get it. This was, uh, <laughs> I mean, this, this, everyone, it makes it a little easier. Like Tahoe was the first one I ever crewed you at. And that was kind of like trial by oh, fire. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And especially compared to that one. This one was, it was easy. Now, I, you, you, you crewed me at uh, Arkansas Traveler. You did one of the travelers. Autumn and I did. Yeah, yeah. you and Autumn did it. Uh, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. that was a lot easier. That was. Yeah. Th- but. Yeah. I don't think I met you at everyone. You had drop drop yeah, bags and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was it was because only you didn't a, trust me. Well, it was only a few of them I needed, you know, and they were hard to get to. But uh, yeah, Tahoe was like a whole other monster. Yeah, Tahoe. I'm I'm gonna be better prepared for that. Yeah, I think we, we both will be. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's good not knowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. 
Um, uh-huh. But that's a beautiful race. Um, ready for Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to check out the scenery while you do that. And um, Moab, um, parents can go do that. <laughs> Somebody else will come crew Somebody from got up, yeah. I only got so much vacation, yeah. and that place was not big. She don't like the desert that much. No, 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 no. A lot of dirt. And also, I'm traumatized yeah. by the situation. <laughs> well. So, um, but once again, always proud of you. I appreciate um, that. I, you know, proud of you. Would have been prouder if you would have won first, but... <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you know, I tried. And, but, well, there's a couple times when I saw you walking, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I got bonus miles, so. And you, you know. did. You got lost. You pulled the Jennifer. I pulled the Jennifer. Yes. I got lost. I, I, I zigged when I should have zagged. Yes. So. But, you know, it, it happens, and I think you had a good race, and you have something to be proud of there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, thank you. For, next year, yep. we're number one. <laughs> well, I do appreciate your help and you know running is a um the sport is a kind of a loner sport i do a lot of training by myself but you know it's awesome that we get to team up and you get to be you know be a part of part of my podium finish and you know you would you not really i just get to make sure you're okay well no but you're there you make sure i have what i need and uh that's part of it so but once again pacers Pacers are good. Pacers are good. (laughs) That was just amazing because, especially after Moab, I'm. You're not a big pacer. I mean, I know your first one, you had a pacer, and you've had not not a whole lot, but it was really. um, You've had quite a few people volunteered to pace you on on the triple crowns, and that's that's awesome. So I feel better knowing that there's someone with you. Um, because I think we both realized that um, unless you're like crawling, I will never be your pacer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. And that's the cool thing. Even, you know, we learn. I learned from I learned from every race, even if it's a, a DNF or even a, a podium finish. You know, I learn. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. I always well, want to do better. And that's a good thing, too, is we both, you know, you learn from your side and I learn from my side. Because I know we have talked about um, doing as a, as a, because I know there's a lot of people that don't want to worry about the logistics of their races. They just want to go run. So I know that we had looked at offering that as a service, um, setting up that, the travel, the pacers, being there for the crew for these people. So yeah, um, I think everyone that we do, um, we learn and get better at it. Yeah. So yeah. and that might be something we do. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. It's always an option. We love. It's a, it's a great sport. Yeah. And we love love being. It'll be nice when the, all the COVID restrictions are, oh. and we can really f- hang out with I people. Miss and, people. Yeah. I miss people. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm glad we're getting to race, but it's it's hard not being able to just really embrace and be with people. But we're getting there, and uh, so anyway, it was a good race, and um, you know they've they've got to hear my perspective, Matt's perspective, Cliff's perspective, and now your perspective. So. If anybody's wondering about love it man this is you know they got a full picture of it and everybody you know and and uh the cool thing about doing this this podcast this way is i even learned some nuggets from listening to cliff from things he observed and then matt things that he did you know from the race and and he finished uh you know a good bit after me but he finished and it's cool hearing his perspective and 
Um, did so he, did he take a wrong turn too? Uh, I don't know. He didn't. I don't think he took a wrong turn. Okay. I don't. Know. <laughs> Who was that dude you got lost with? That was Brad. Brad. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. Yep. So, all right. Well, we're gonna sign. This will be it for the Love It 100, and we will um, just listen to the Chili Dog song as we ride into the sunset. Sucking on a chili dog, 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 chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, chili, sucking on. Chili dog, sucking on the dog, sucking on the chili dog, sucking on. Sucking on, chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili, sucking on a dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili dog. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two American kids sucking on a chili dog. Nice. Sucking on chili dog. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. 